The fall season is underway with Vandelver and below the Shattered Obelisk and a brand new season of the Great Dane Society playing Horror on the Orient Express. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash questsandchaos. Now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Quests and Chaos Podcast Network. Please rate and review us at your podcast provider of choice. This will help new and fellow chaotics find the chaos. You are listening to Swords and Sages, playing Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition, led by your dungeon master, Tiana Hansen, me, as I take this group of unlikely adventurers through Candlekeep Mysteries. Let's go ahead and meet our adventurers. Hello, I'm Thomas Cook. And I'm playing Dewey to Medite. Uh, my parents are somewhere here in the library, I think. Anyway, I'm looking for some some swords and maybe maybe some sages, maybe. I'm Lady Bedivere, aka Alondra, and I will be playing Sabachthani Moreover. Now, sugar, why don't you take your hands off of that before I take them off for you? My name is James Aaron O, and I'm playing Wuya. And adults say I'm what's the word? Precocious? I'm Laura Domingo. I play Odilla Inaldi, a woman in search of answers for the case she could never solve. I'm Ezra Denny. I have no idea why I'm playing D&D, and I am playing Lester Moreover. Tell me, have you ever given up everything for the love of a good woman? Mystery and intrigue wait around every corner as our adventurers explore Candlekeep and its mysteries. So come along with us as we explore Candlekeep. What? <laughs> Hello, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, and welcome to Quest in Chaos, where Thomas continues to be uh, at least entertaining with his countenance, <laughs> if nothing else. Welcome to uh, another episode of Swords and Sages, where uh, our our mini swords and sages question mark uh are are working their way through various mysteries of candlekeep as drawn from candlekeep mysteries uh we're gonna run through some announcements quickly so we can get straight into the the chaos since they're uh, about to walk into a hideout and seem like they're about to start a fight so this ought to be entertaining first of all is uh our is our friends of the show first off of course is birds of paradise where uh run and and uh, created by our own andrea of the burbs who we adore and are so glad to have in this state the local bird the burb has landed we have they, a- uh, they migrated they did. Yeah. Are we, we going to get California themes dice now? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, oh nice. Yeah, just, you know, just... we're just lucky she didn't end up in Capistrano. <laughs> Honestly, with it, with how that drive went, I wouldn't have been surprised. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, if you go and check out birdsofparadise.com and you use our code chaotic, you get 15% off of your order. As has been mentioned, there are Arizona themed dice there. Uh, the Kickstarter dice are still going out. I have I have heard very, very good rumors that towards the end of this month, the Cardinal dice are going to be landing and the rest of the Kickstarter dice will be going out, which I'm very excited about. Unfortunately, they're because, going to Arizona. Well, I think she was able to change the, the, the mail-in location so I can like dig my hands into the Cardinal dice <laughs> because, it's, because it's me and not Amy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but yes, birdsofparadise.com. Check them out for your 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 all of your dicing needs. Uh, Ezra is, I believe, rolling the saguaro tonight, and in honor of her landing here, I'll actually pronounce them correctly. Oh wow! <laughs> Wait, I should hold up the percentiles. Real dice. Yeah, of course. Uh, they're freaking massive. Uh, other, Normal size, real in saguaros. Good lord. Uh, another friend of the show is Nord Games, which is nordgamesllc.com slash 3.html uh, for, our, for our affiliate link. They are wonderful people who are, I mean, they're, they're just wonderful people. And then they also make really fantastic products to uh, supplement your D&D 5e game uh, to make it better, more interesting, and deeper without giving Wizards of the Coast money. <laughs> Can I jump in there for a moment? The, uh, Nord, tangentially Nord Games related. Uh, Andrew Gertzen has a fantastic podcast called Inspiration Point. Mm. And that's it. That's all. It's a great podcast called Inspiration Point. Uh, he he uh, so so Andrew Gertzen is is one of the people on it. Another is is uh, Adam Power, and they invited me onto the show a few weeks ago. So I had a great deal of fun chatting with them. I have I need to poke them to find out when I'm going back to actually talk about what we were going to talk about <laughs> when I came on, you know, like you do. But yes, their their podcast is a lot of fun. It's good. Uh, in, it's it's very inspirational, fittingly, for talking about how to run the game. I have one more tangent. Uh, speaking of inspirational, uh, Ezra has a podcast, which is on YouTube. So it's not really a podcast, but it's kind of a podcast. Anyway, uh, it's... <laughs> It is called Keep the Game Moving. Uh, and uh, we've got Thomas, a Thomas, your transparent it. attempts to get on the show are just getting sickening. So if there's a DM podcast out there looking for somebody, <laughs> I could really... Uh... I'm available for the next month. <laughs> wait, My wait, next Thomas, guest is Bon Clancy. Keep the Game Moving, Thomas? You haven't been on it? <laughs> oh, I, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry, Thomas. <laughs> Well, Alendra, when are we going to have you on? Let me know. I'm free. <laughs> Laura, let's talk about getting you into GMing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Poor Thomas. Uh, yes, there are podcasts all over the place. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do my own tangent since we're tangenting today before we even get started. Uh, on Wednesday, the, very, the, the first episode of season three of the Redacted Reports goes live uh, after the, after the mini-sode that dropped last week that I'm still getting yelled at for. I'm very pleased with it. <laughs> Binaural sound is a is a lot of fun to play with, and I'll just leave it at that. Um, so yes, uh, Nord Games. After those various tangents, <laughs> Nord Games are a, are a fantastic company. Again, it's nordgamesllc.com/slash/three.html. Go check them out for uh, their their fantastic products. Uh, they've we have we have people who have written for them for uh, spectacular settlements. There are Thomas. You have you have three settlements in there. <laughs> it was yeah. It was a lot. So you you have settlements. Amy has a settlement. Duke Fleek has a settlement, and Bo has a settlement in there. I think that's all the Q and C people that I know of. Yes. So yeah, there were there, there there's a lot of Q and C fingers all over uh, spectacular settlements, and there's a whole lot of other stuff going on. I see that Ezra. 
Uh, but yeah, go check them out. Use our code chaotic 20 at checkout. We get a bit of a kickback. You get 20% off and you are helping keep a small company up and moving. So everyone wins. Um, as far as scheduling stuff for this week, scheduling is a bit different than, than usual, which I'm very excited about. Uh, tomorrow night, James and Amy and uh, Thomas and I, 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 I almost left the me part of that out of that <laughs> sentence. So I was, my brain was rearranging for a second. Thomas, Amy, James, and I are going to be coming into the studio and playing Clank Legacy, finishing up the, the, the final game of Clank Legacy, which yes, finally, it's been forever. <laughs> so what's, what time are we going to be starting that? About six? Whoa. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, I mean, we're going to shoot for six. We're going to okay. shoot for six. So I haven't watched because I want to play the game, but what do you guys think of the game overall? Just sort of what's your, is it, because the standard, like le the challenge with legacies, and not to turn this into a board game thing, but uh, the challenge with legacy games is to make it not, we're playing the same game 15 times slightly differently. And I thought Betrayal did a great job of that. Um, but I don't, I'm, how did Clank do with that? So I didn't play, I, have, I haven't ever played the normal Clank, but it hasn't ever really felt like the same game just because things keep getting added that are massive changes in game mechanics and the board itself. So it, I mean, it's the same game and it's the same rules, but it doesn't feel like it's the same experience every time. We did a lot better once we realized that we weren't supposed to screw each other over. James. Wait, wait we're <laughs> supposed to scratch on There's another T name you need to throw in there, okay? <laughs> well, Thomas still, Thomas still hasn't learned to not screw people over, so. <laughs> um, no, but like and that's how you get sleep storms, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> you get in sleep storms, yeah. But yeah, no, the deck building mechanic also makes it very different. Like, even if it is the same game, you yourself will be playing different tactics based on the items you throw into your deck. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, I, All right. I, I I quite like it. I'm looking forward to finishing up the game. So yeah, that'll be Tuesday at about six. We're hoping uh, that would be that that would be nice. Good uh, lord, do I have a stack of games for game for <laughs> for streaming game night? <laughs> same. Oh my god. Uh, and then Wednesday again, the uh, the, the redacted reports drops at midnight be, uh, on Wednesday. So. Looking forward to seeing what people think about that. Uh, and then Saturday, Call of Cthulhu is, I believe, back? Are we back? Yes. As far as I know. <laughs> Down Darker Trails at six, but before six. Yes. On Gamehole Con online, Alondra is going to be running a one-shot featuring Quest and Chaos and Torpid Gaming Network. Exciting. It's a crossover episode, so Yay! we'd love for you guys to come check that out. We'll post more details once we uh, have them all squared away. So we've but got... We've been promised it's going to be spooky. Yes, it is going to be spooky because it's me. I don't do anything else. <laughs> you laugh like I'm wrong. You're not well, wrong. Then, then I won't make the connection I was about to make between Quests and Chaos Fingers and Game Polcon. Moving along to the bits. Bits. Why start now? Uh, hold on, I gotta write down this uh, testicle reference. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, damn it all. Oh, we have begun as we mean to go on, I see. Excellent.
we're going uh, i gotta i don't have, i hope i don't miss anything if i do shout it out um we're gonna start off with duke fleek with 500 bits for the players and it is his 32 months of subscription to this Man, channel alive. thank you you know so much it's been a minute since we've given him a a, a monday t- you know a topic we've got to we got to we, we got to work on that we got to here well let me uh write something down testicle related <laughs> again that's our next episode title <laughs> i'm not calling an episode testicle we have children in this party lester please calm down <laughs> that changes nothing and you know it i'm aware but i'm trying I mean, if the testicles haven't descended yet. <laughs> Discussed this last week. <laughs> All right. Then we have Tamago Tora with 500 bits for the uh, the secretly evil player or players. Just so. give that to James. It's just Laura. What's this secretly? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, that may be more secretly evil. <laughs> <laughs> All y'all are evil. It's just in varying degrees. <laughs> Uh, then Tamago Tora with 500 bits for honk. Honk. Oh no, the geese is the goose is getting bits. <laughs> you know what? The goose oh might God. have to come and save our bacon. Oh, that'd be a That's twist. not how geese work. A little goose ex machina is rusty. Oh, ah, outstanding. Uh, oh, I wish I'd thought of that. Oh, I was about to say on the quote. Is is Rusty becoming a pig for this episode? What's going on here? Uh, we then uh, we then uh, NGC four five seven Wednesday the redaction reports uh, with one thousand bits uh, one uh, what no one for the players and one for the goose just <laughs> right back to the goose. You know this this goose is already pretty powerful. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, then we have the first. Okay, it's this person's first chat. I'm assuming they're a person and not a bot. So we'll just, you know, I'm a sorry, sorry for assuming that, but assuming it's a person. N underscore three underscore S underscore S. Sounds Thank like you. a person to me. <laughs> Thank you for the 500 bits. Nice. Yeah. You know, and that's how you send a first for, message. Yes, and sorry for pronouncing the underscores. <laughs> What would it be otherwise? In the 33? <laughs> Maybe it's like Ness. Ness. Yeah. It, 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 it sounds Ness. like Ness, yeah. Oh, are we Leet is Leet Speak still a thing? Well, yes. there's a lot of underscores between yes. Leet, Leet Speak is still very much a thing for usernames. If you can't get the one you want, you need to modify. It's true. We then have hold on. Did I miss something here? I did. Jay Matthew is 85. <laughs> My third third Ooh. favorite Twitch user. Tiana, because that's, you know, what Jay Matthews does. But also, there's a player bit from Jay Matthews coming out to Ezra because Jay Matthews 85 misses Call of Cthulhu going through some withdrawal. You and me both, buddy. You and me both. Okay. I was about to say that was a sign of the apocalypse, but that actually makes sense. And then I'm going to scroll a little bit more just to see if it's your It's your favorite now. It's your It's your favorite reference now. That's the only one. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, look at that one. <laughs> the Muffin Mage is back. <laughs> Not to my knowledge. My favorite magical pastry. It's uh, for dangling testies. <laughs> dangling testies with 500 bits. I'm just going to assume that's for the players because 
if it's not specified. Uh, it, it says I'm teabagging the bits to Thomas. <laughs> so that would I be for the players. I did it for you. You're welcome. There we are. And I believe we also have cards that were provided to us from the Deck of Inspiration, courtesy we, of Duke Fleeg. And Squeal. And Squeal. But that was Are these the are these the same ones or these new ones? These are new ones as of today. Yes, there are some from Duke Fleeg. that came in as of like five o'clock. All right. I believe so. I believe, okay, so we had two that were left over from last week. Yeah. Uh, which is, you know, dangerous oil because you never know when you need uh, to uh, make your lubrication. weapon magical yeah. or lubrication. Yeah. And then Owl's Wisdom, conveniently crossed off of this tonic of charm. Because that's Owl's Wisdom helps you know when to use lubrication. Yeah. Yes. Now I have to look and figure out how Discord works. The important thing isn't knowing. Would you like me to read them off for you? I've got them pulled up. <laughs> yes. Yes, that would be fantastic. Yes. Uh, and then from Duke Fleeg, uh, we have for the players on SAS uh, one change of fate, one surgical strike, one Ooh. boosted quick thinking, and one boosted adrenaline. Wow. Wait, what's boosted adrenaline? Uh, ooh, it's been a second. Uh, hold on, hold on. That was a lot. Yeah. That was a lot to say. Yeah, that was very generous. Thanks for um, some Oh, and, and to Tiana, one, one more time. Sorry, I didn't look at the whole one, list. One more time. It's one, one more time. <laughs> one, one more one, time. One more time. All right, I need um, to... Apparently okay. Duke Fleek knows that uh, it's highly unlikely for us to avoid this fight, despite my best efforts. He's prepping for us. Who All wants right, to so, avoid uh, it? Players, change of fate, surgical strike... Why are you playing D and D if you're avoiding fights? Boosted this isn't a story game. game. I was gonna say it's a character choice because of the fight. You'll find out. And boosted adrenaline. All right, so adrenaline surges through you, having damage from bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from non-magical and magical attacks for one attack. So it's basically rage for one attack, but also works on magic. Uh, boosted quick thinking is use a reaction to invoke disadvantage on attack against you or a creature you can see for within 40 feet. So, so gonna... we can do it on anything. We, you, it's disadvantage on the attack, so we can use it to defend somebody else. Yes. And really, since these are... No, so normally this deck is made to go to a person but uh, we use them communally. And then... Uh, uh, it's all uh, just a popularity contest. And then another Owl's Wisdom. So two Owl's Wisdoms. Tonic Charm. All right. What does one That's more time for Tiana do? Because I'm not familiar with that card. What does what, uh, one more time? Did yeah. I even... Because that's one that we haven't, I, like, I haven't been in a game that's gotten that one before. It allows so her concerned. big bad guy to finish his mo monologue before <laughs> we attack. Uh, you gain one extra action on your turn. Uh, the rules on number of spells still applies. So if, for example, someone had, say, extra attack, they would get both of those uh, attacks as part of that action? It's an action. Duly noted. Thank you. Full action. <laughs> I do oh that just God. to see the look on on people's faces. And Laura gave me a good one that time. <laughs> uh, Laura and Hold I are on. over here rolling up backup characters as we speak. 
I look. Yeah, we're still alive too, guys. Still alive. If I die, I get to go home. So (laughs) you're already home. home. I mean, on Mondays. So kill me. No. Hold, hold on, let me. Uh, I was to say, uh, Lester's the only one with plot armor now because you said that. <laughs> Just as I hoped. Uh, Tiana, I believe that is it for uh, bits and cards and announcements. Oh man, Wonderful. I hope we have an eight-minute opening intro now. <laughs> well, let's let's find out as we go explore Candlekeep. Asparagus. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Asparagus Podcast. I'm I'm sorry I've deceived you for this long. Uh, this is actually an asparagus podcast and not a DD. Tonight's topic: bacon. Is it too much? Mm, bacon or prosciutto? Oh, <laughs> this is going to be an exciting episode. <laughs> this just got yeah. interesting. Uh, but yes, welcome back to Swords and Sages. Uh, sorry to disappoint. We're not actually talking about asparagus tonight. Terrible. But sorry. It goes all my material. We'll teach you how to make sure your pee doesn't smell. <laughs> well, that brought it back to Swords and Sages. Press <laughs> <laughs> the digitation is for. <laughs> uh, so yes, our our uh, eclectic adventurers are currently in Baldur's Gate, tracking down the origins of the mysterious creatures called the Gigamotsets that look like books that have been turning up at Candlekeep. There's been three of them. Uh, and everyone said that they had gotten those particular books at Amber Dune Books in the wide at Baldur's Gate. Uh, some members of the party are more excited about being in Baldur's Gate than others. Some are very upset about having to be there. It's... I mean, you, you don't smell it. None of you smell it. Um... But with, with, with the use of uh, particular family connections, the, the party was able to find Amber Dune books pretty quickly and meet uh, the, the, the keepers of this particular 
uh, stall led by one Corvala. And after some very interesting discussion tactics, um, Corvala has invited them back to the, the hideout that they use uh, at night for a conversation about what exactly is going on with uh, the books at Candlekeep and the books that, are, that have been going to Candlekeep and how Gig and Watsits have been turning up at Candlekeep. Uh, and then we had a shopping episode. We didn't make it a full 10 episodes before getting a shopping episode. I'm not sure if I'm proud or, or, or very sad. That's how all good stories should start. With a shopping episode? Yes. You don't meet in a tavern. You meet in a department store. You meet in a mall. <laughs> <laughs> and suddenly a troll comes tearing down the... <laughs> You're all at the Sabaro. Rolls in footwear. <laughs> The last Auntie Annie's pretzel. Who's going to make it to the front <laughs> of the line first? My character is Orange Julius. <laughs> yes. I mean, this started as a joke, but it's actually not a terrible idea for a one-shot. No, I, I mean, there are multiple food mascot-themed TTRPGs. We can play them. Yeah. Hey, you know what would be cool? If Wendy's got us to run a whole RPG for them as a one-shot. That would be awesome and not at all like we were selling out. Moving on. <laughs> I would have taken that money. <laughs> Absolutely. Even after the brouhaha, I would have taken that money. Mm-hmm. If Wendy oh. wants to play a story game, I'm down. After uh, after spending the, the, the day purchasing things in the wide, looking for various and sundry books and flowers and the like, and Odilla uh, entertaining herself by keeping an eye on the Amber Dune hideout while paying urchins to bring her food. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that that's how they found you, is just this line of kids with delivery bags. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's the early version of DoorDash. <laughs> And they unionized. <laughs> and paid about as well. Um, but now it is evening as as the as night begins to settle over Baldur's Gate, and our adventurers are at the door of the Amber Dune ha- uh, hideout. Um, what would you all like to do? There are people inside. You can hear them. They're not being particularly quiet. Uh, uh, well, I mean, we we're just supposed to go in, I believe, right? They just want to. We, we're going to have a chat. We're going to have a very uh, simple conversation. That's all. Yeah. Well, how do they turn books into monsters? And can they please stop doing it? Oh. Uh, do one of you origami boys want to do some preparation before we go in there? Oh, yeah. I'm good. Okay, I cast mage armor on myself last time. So I'm, you know, I mean, a few minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Seems like weeks ago. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just going to stand by slightly behind you, Mr. Moreover. Uh, So perhaps we should just knock on the door? Very well. I shall. Uh, I was told there was dinner. 
And and after a resounding knock rolls through through the, the little hideout. Oh, wait, you guys, one of the urchins oh! is joining oh, us. No! <laughs> See, look, the urchin brought her food. <laughs> My okay, bye. <laughs> bye, buddy. I gave him a few copper. Now he's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, there's going to be a whole line of them <laughs> in your door. I can't believe the real Wu Ya just made a cameo. <laughs> you know. It's it's very important. Um, after after a moment or two, or two the the door opens, uh, and the the young man who had recognized you, Odilo, uh, is standing on on the other side, and he gives you all kind of a trepidatious little smile, but you can definitely tell that he's like nervous, but not but. Mm. How, how do I want to put this? He's definitely keyed up, but not in, in in a way that's necessarily like, oh my God, we're going to start fighting. It's just, there are strangers at my door. Well, now you see, you were all worried. And now I knew they would not forsake the, the safety of guests that they invited into their house. So where is the food? Uh, yeah, yes. Uh, come in, come in. Uh, Corvala said that you are going to eat with her in uh, in her office. Come in, come in, come in. Wonderful. And as you come in, you are brought into a, it's not a big room. It's probably about third, about 25 feet by 15 feet. It is not a big room. And there's, and there's a lot of people who are sitting in there and they're all just sort of looking at you. They're not, there's no weapons in sight that, that you can see immediately, but there's definitely a, a, an air of tension that everyone's just sort of waiting to see what happens as the five of you come come inside, unless someone isn't. Uh, I lean over to Odilla in an, in an atrocious stage whisper. Which one is the Lamia? <laughs> she does not respond. She just kind of puts her fingers to her temple. At that, I do think Sabachthani kind of glances at her party members and goes, you know, on second thought, you all are excellently skilled in diplomacy. Maybe I should wait outside. Wait, but we're what? having dinner. Well, I I don't know if we're going to be behaving that way towards these kind hosts of ours. So already, then maybe uh maybe it's better that I not get involved. Well, you, you are not the one I would suggest uh, stepping outside. But yeah. uh, uh, definitely not the eight-year boy. He should go first. Uh, my love, I, I did not in any way mean to impugn. I just wanted to wonder which one of these people then, was in fact a Lamia. Angel, perhaps it would behoove you to remember that while I may be a devil's child, a Lamia is a Stephen spawn, and this is a PR nightmare waiting to happen. So we could perhaps be a little more discreet in our inquiries? Or maybe it's a a, a PR dream. Like, what if, what if, uh, like, this is a chance to, to show the world that, that everyone's capable of being good-ish. We could I, certainly I, try. I don't Hold think on. that's true. Hold <laughs> on. When you, when, when you say that, Dewey, everyone roll insight, please. <laughs> Steam starts rolling off Dewey. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, Dewey, Dewey as well. That would be my passive 16. Okay. 16? 
Passive, whatever it is. Okay. Unnatural 20. 14. Right. Uh, for, for those of you who, who got over a 13, when you mentioned... So when you started mentioning the word Lamia, the tension ratcheted up real high. But when Dewey said that that thing about uh, anyone can, can be good, everyone just sort of like glances at each other. And those of you who, are, who got over 13, you get the impression that they're agreeing with you, but not quite saying it out loud. Just like one, one person kind of leans over and whispers and kind of a, with, with that little like nodding thing that, that you do when you're agreeing with someone. The Monty Python, he's right, you know. <laughs> well, Dewey, it seems like you have said something quite intelligent. Uh, there's a first for everything. Seems unlikely. You know, I wasn't going to say that out loud, but... <laughs> Thank you all the same. Um, so we're, so we, we're in the room with all these people already. Yeah. We've entered the room. <clears throat> so the office, uh, could one of you point me to the office? Uh, I was told there was food and I'm I'm hoping drinks because at this point I'm parched. Uh, right, right, right this way. Uh, is everyone coming? He says, looking at Zabakthening. Uh Zabakthening will just sort of like nod deferentially. All right, come on, come on, come on. And he leads you through... Uh, the, the, so, 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 the, so there's two doors off of this room. He leads you to one of the back ones that leads into a longer, you'd call it a hallway in other circumstances, but it's lined with bedrolls. So it looks more, it, it once was a hallway probably, but now it's a common sleeping area. And he like picks his way around the, well, the, the, the slumber party-esque setup and leads the way to a door that's in the, that's in the back right wall and opens it for you. Uh, after he, he, he taps on it quickly. Uh, uh, Corvala, um, they're here. Apparently the monster book business isn't doing too well. It kind of reminds me of my first place. Well, that uh, is tragic. From from inside the, the, the room, you hear uh, Corvala's low voice saying, well, then bring them in. And he we will enter. Yeah. Inside, the office is not large, but there are five chairs or six chairs that have been brought around uh, a desk. So you get the impression that the desk is the only normal piece of furniture that is usually in here. The desk and, and the chair uh, that is usually behind it, but now there it has been arranged into more of a eating situation uh, area. And sitting in the middle of the desk is a good-sized pot of stew that smells very good and fresh bread i pull out the ladies chairs uh and i will pull out wuya's chair (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh pull out dewey's chair (laughs) so we pull out our chairs and we look at each other and look at each other so the only chair still and i go i I suppose that's mine And, and, and Corvala is standing next to hers, her hand on the back of it, as she's watching each of you intently, but not... <laughs> intently, but not suspiciously. If uh, Odilla's <laughs> gonna poke her chair before she sits down. <laughs> <laughs> Are you poking it with the dagger? Yes. All right. And you poke it, and a little chip of wood springs off. Uh, I assume that wasn't valuable. So Bakhtini will just wave her hand and cast Mending to repair the chip. And she s- and sit down in the other chair that Lester pulled out. There we are. And, sorry, go ahead, Thomas. Oh, I was just going to say, uh, the Hefner with 
a thousand bits. Ooh, one in nice. one. Thank you, Hav. Nice. Thank you. He missed he missed the good band hammer fun time. But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's because he knows there's a fight about to break out, so he had to get it in just in case. Uh, before I sit down, like Les is gonna like serve himself a bowl of stew and a piece of bread. And uh, Corvala, see, she, she sees you go 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 for this too, and then she she picks up the the bread knife, cuts off a piece of bread, and offers it to you. Much obliged. And uh, she she looks around the room. I imagine all of you are as hungry as I am, so I I offer you my my hospitality. You are very kind. We accept. Excellent. And she begins filling the other bowls and passing them and passing them around and slicing off pieces of bread. There's even some butter, not a lot. But there's even some 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 butter that that she puts a pat onto each slice of bread. Wow! Not making it obvious, Odilla will kind of approach her food slowly because she wants to see at least one person eat it before she does. <laughs> Les is like ready for a second bowl. <laughs> He's like rubbing the bread in the remains of the bowl. Of course. And uh, Cor- uh, Cor- Corvala makes sure that everyone is served up, refills Les's bowl, and then settles into eating as well. Hmm. That is delicious. Is that is that uh, is that goose? I'm afraid goose is a uh, delicacy rather beyond our our coffers. This is a rabbit, but. Oh. We, we we have our methods for making it taste a little bit better. How many people are around? In this room, it is just you and Corvalo, and the door is closed. So, thank you. Uh, thanks for having us here. Um, yeah, this is weird. Oh? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Like we're, we're we're looking into these these books, and then and then you're so nice. And I we I, I guess I wasn't expecting that. I think what Dewey was trying to say is, I know you had indicated that. Um, well, the killer nature of these books was maybe perhaps not your intention, and we just want to get a better understanding of how these have come to be, what your original intention are, and how we can um, stop them from, well, devouring people in the future. Or at least not have them sent to Candlekeep. Certainly. Well, uh, before before we start, and she, and she pulls out a, a clay bottle. Anyone for, for some wine? Oh, is it, it red is- or white wine with rabbit? I believe it's red, but I'm afraid that we can't afford to be terribly picky. It is a red, it's just not, it's not a terribly good one, I'm afraid, but it suffices. I'm drinking what you're pouring. Very well. And she lays out the the, the cups, one for Wuya and and uh, Dewey as well, and pours uh, glasses of wine, although the boys get a smaller portion. <laughs> wow, is that... So in my brain, I'm just like, is that because it'll take less to kill us? <laughs> well, there's, there's also there's also a sixth cup that, that that she fills for herself, and she looks at each of you, toasts, and and then takes a sip. 
Well, yeah, we'll grab his piece of bread and give a little close up <laughs> for that and like slowly nibble as the conversation continues. Uh, are you gonna drink that, Wuya? Um, just, um, I'm gonna wait a little bit. You know, I need to get some stuff in my stomach. Hey, before. Angel, have mine. Spock and you will trade cups with Lester. Well, hmm, where does one begin this sort of story? Generally at the beginning. I'm told it is a good place to start, yes. Maybe a flashback. <laughs> well, I am I am not sure what all you have heard about us. I certainly heard the word Lamia being thrown about. Maybe that's where we should start then. Uh, Nadalia was a Lamia, yes. And different to any Lamia that I have ever encountered before in my life. They're not terribly common, but you run across them in the right places. She was different. She didn't hoard jewels or gold or anything like that. She didn't send us out looking for those sorts of treasures. She was a librarian. She wanted books. She wanted knowledge. She kept a, a leash on all of us, tempering our our personalities, I suppose, and directing us toward knowledge and learning and But it didn't matter because she's a Lamia. And so when the adventurers came knocking, I suppose they thought it was good to remove such a creature from the earth, but <clears throat> I'm confident they thought that they were doing good, but they removed Nadalia from the earth and left us, the pack, without our guiding star. So you all are jackalwares? We are. So, uh, Nadalia taught me the, the spell to create Gigamwatsuts, and I I couldn't bear to part with her collection, but we were able to save her heart. And we are hoping to raise the money to resurrect her. It is... You could resurrect demons? You have to know the rat people. And it's a little bit different when it's a... a a creature like a Lamia, not directly a demon. So I, I just try to acknowledge, I guess this would be Arcana, but do, so as I remember it, when you killed the demon, it went back to its plane of hell, right? Lamias aren't demons directly, they're spawned by demons. So it's a different creature categorization. Right. right. Yeah, they well. are uh, officially categorized as monstrosities rather than demons or devils. 
So, I mean, you are correct, absolutely. Uh, when demons and devils are killed and they're not on their home plane, they, they do just disappear and show up in their home plane again. It's a fast way to go home, because we talked about that, but uh, Lamias are different. And when you kill a Lamia, they're just dead. How much, how much does something like that cost? Well, it's been, it has been long enough that it would have to be a true resurrection spell, and that is very expensive. So, I mean, well, I, I guess what I'm trying to, I mean, a lot of people die. Um, sometimes you have to, uh, um, just live, just go on, find your own path, sleep a hole in the wall. Uh, it's easier for humans, I think, and other such for me and my pack, if if we return back to where we are from, we will fall in with another Lamia. It is in our nature. We, we need the guidance. And there is not another Lamia like Nadalia. So yes, people die, but I would see my pack guided in a better path. And I have done my best without Nadalia, but it has been hard. How would you feel about staffing an all-inclusive nightclub? Uh, go on. No, it's pretty much all there. <laughs> Can we return to the gig and Watsits? You were creating these because they're more valuable than the books themselves? No, the books themselves are, are quite a bit more valuable. It was a way of making a perfect copy. So that you could sell the Gigwatsum to Candlekeep and raise your money, but keep the collection intact? Not to Candlekeep. We did not intend for them to ever go to Candlekeep. To collectors, then? Yes. Collectors. Who would eventually get eaten by the books? They, the Gigamwatsits feed off of psychic energy. So if you put it into a, a library, um, well, here, for example, and she'll actually point at a, a sword that's hanging on the wall. That's a Gigamwatsit. And I feed it off of myself periodically, just the psychic energy of being around me. It is able to siphon off of me little bit by little bit. So what is starving these other ones? I don't know. I don't know why they weren't able to eat the way they were supposed to be able to. Well, if they were stuck really deep within the library, and then they're a book that just doesn't get a lot of usage, then, yeah, there's nothing around. Well, the one that I saw had just arrived and was immediately put into the hands of someone who was very eager to have it, so... But Candlekeep has wards magical barriers and wards that keep like fires and and uh, mosquitoes and well not mosquitoes 
they can fly through. I don't know why, but uh, um, uh, pests and things. So maybe maybe the magic stops it. This is this is a we've got a, a perfect solution here. These uh, uh, jackalwares. I have some questions about that. Did one jackal bite all of you? Did but what? Did you bite one of them and then they bit the rat? Well, but that's another story. Uh, these jackalwares are looking for a purpose, something to give them a guiding principle, and we can give them a purpose that'll have them stop making books that are going to eat people by having them become the staff at our nightclub. How do you think the avowed are going to look on that exactly? I think they're going to love the fact that no more books are going to be eating people. And it makes a whole pack of new people that's going to require... It's going to require six books. I mean, uh, but six real books that are valuable. And also, if only we had a bookseller somewhere around here. Oh, wait. But most people are only allowed to stay for a certain amount of time. So we're asking Candlekeep to extend that for once. Once they're in that other dimension. But then they'd be stuck there forever. With a glorious purpose. I appreciate the thought and the consideration, but I don't know. Maybe you do understand. And she she says, glancing at glancing at your neck. We are not easily caged. Well, unfortunately, I am. So was the Gigum Watts? Uh, you were doing this operation before your leader passed or he taught me the the she taught me the spell okay um well i mean it sounds like you all just need to find a newer source of revenue perhaps still in the book trade have you ever considered getting involved with uh, luck? Uh, I'm afraid not. That's not uh, not usually our domain. Hmm. What are you proposing? I'm not really proposing anything. I just have certain connections here in the city to uh, the temples of Timora that might be able to help you. We do not like Baldur's Gate as much as it is a hunting ground. It is not ours. I knew I lacked these things. <laughs> Whatever bit you had excellent taste. The majority of us were born this way. Well, How does that work? Well, carefully, when a, darling. Carefully. When a, when, when, when a mother jackal wear and a father jackal wear love each other very much... Oh, love doesn't have to be involved, but that's a story for another time. I can introduce you to uh, one of the priestesses of Timora, and while you may not be interested in getting involved with her worship, you might enjoy uh, saying a prayer or two at her tables to up your coffers, if you haven't considered it. But that's a risky venture. Worked out fun for you, didn't it? It's okay. Um, 
So we have here, are there six? Seal, what is your pack? Uh, there are seven of us. Seven. All right. We have here seven strapping young youths who are gonna are, are stronger than normal people. And I mean, it shouldn't be that hard for us to find you some sort of gainful employment. I'm in general, the the book selling works well enough for us. We just we were trying to cut down on some of the time because those books are quite valuable, but. How much more do you need? A true resurrection is what, a thousand? Something Generally. Well, about 500 more. Hmm. And uh, how much are you making per book about? It depends on the book in general, around five to, to 10 gold, but. The ones, the ones that you named that ended up at Candlekeep were a boon in the the two hundred and fifty gold range. But as it is expensive to have a stall on the wide, is it expensive to live here? It is expensive to eat. It is cities. Well, there is an obvious solution. All this gate shithole. We could. Of course, uh, speak to our contacts at Candlekeep and see if they would be willing for the cost remaining that you need to purchase the actual copies of the books that they were tempted to admit into their library. I think that, with the addition of perhaps one of these creatures for the purposes of furthering scientific study and investigation, would probably be an amenable proposal, though we would have to wait and inquire. And maybe the spell book that has the spell to make them. Oh, the spell book. The, the, the spell is not written down. It is taught. And I am under a geese to not teach it. Well. Hmm. We all have flaws then, don't we? Humans and humanoids alike. So, you know... Our assignment here is just to make sure that none of these end up in Candlekeep again. Uh, though I will say that, um, you know, if this happens elsewhere, the group that comes to find the source of it may not be quite as kind as we are being. So just keep that in mind. Um, She's as- already stabbed your furniture. <laughs> As uh, Sabachmany here has mentioned, we could inquire if Candlekeep would fund the rest of the resurrection, uh, though there is no guarantee because, I don't know, I don't know how generous they would be. But at the very least, I think we also need a record of every one of these copies that you've sold, just so they can flag those books as potentially books they would not want in their collection or would need to examine a little more closely. The the books in question that were, so I have made only a handful of Gig and Watt sets. Three of them were the books that, that you mentioned. The fourth was the book that you, I'm sorry, ma'am, I didn't catch your name with the daggers. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm Odilla. Odilla, cry pardon. Um, than the one that you uh, discovered in 
the I, I only make copies of books that are very valuable and I know exactly how many there are and all of them are accounted for. Oh, Dilly, you found a gig and what's it in the stall? Oh, I did. And it is set aside for you as you requested. <laughs> well, now I'm not sure if I want that copy. Well, I'll certainly take it if she won't. I know someone who would be very pleased to receive it. I am curious, Miss Odilla, why you are interested in that book in particular. You were very intent upon it, my boy says. You know, uh, you get it in your mind to collect a certain volume. I've, I've been collecting that particular book. Oh, well, it is a very unusual book, a, a strange find. Um, interesting. What's the book? The, uh, you make me have to look at my notes, damn you. Volume four of the Star Killer Chronicles. We got like 30 minutes in before. <laughs> uh, the, the, the Tears of Argus by Liliana Elliott. Tears of an Argus. Uh, a very particular edition of it where there were only a hundred printed. Mm. And it was that particular author's first book that really became, that really propelled her to, well, the author that she is now. Uh, Liliana, sorry, what? Elliot. Elliot. And um, fiction? Yes. Hmm. Probably. Mm. Well, I will say that if you are willing to part with the actual original, that could also go towards your funds. If you are able, when we make the gig and what's it's the plan had not been to sell them. They were, you, are you familiar with the creatures that are called mimics? So what? Yes. The idea for them is uh, extra protection. In general, when we sell them, people know what they are and are intended to be extra layers of protection for, say, someone sneaking into this office and, and uh, rummaging around where they don't belong. They would defend my property. Oh, so they do have a dual purpose then. They do. They, they, can, they can look like a small creature or uh, an inanimate object of my choosing when I create them. And... Mm -hmm. Uh, in general, when people buy them, they know what they're getting. But with the books, the books were more valuable, and I had to make that decision. Boys, how much did you win when you were running around talking about how rich you are? <laughs> Ten. Ten. I was born at night, but I was not born last night. You know, uh, my question is, can we take a two pronged approach to this? Can we send a message to Candlekeep to find out if this plan is amenable? But can we also perhaps take some money and try and increase it at the Temple of Luck and see if we can't help the folks out, these folks out that way as well, in case Candlekeep is not so uh, amenable? I see no uh, reason not to try both. And since we have two avowed uh, gamblers here who feel the need to gallivant the street, crowing about their winnings, well, boys, put your money where your mouth is, 
and let's win these folks some uh, their their uh, their Lamia back. Oh, I mean that might be a little safer than the plan I was going to ask, which was inspired by a volume I read once called Ocean's Eleven, in which we oh. would <laughs> yes steal, steal the money. <laughs> Oh, we should not try to steal the money, at least not from any place associated to Tamora. That um, That is a sheer way to uh, get the attention of her sister, Bashaba, and you do not want Bashaba watching you. Mm. She came to our wedding. Nasty piece of work, that one. Wow. Okay. Uh, one other thing that to, to think about is that like Baldur's Gate is known for Terrible selling food. books. <laughs> to get into candle keep. Crappy clothes. Sorry, yours look fine. Y- do yes, we con- do we? Continue. Well, it's just it could be, you know, if they were in, you know, Waterdeep or or Neverwinter. You know, those books wouldn't really make their way down, I don't think, to candle keep. Well, the issue is that uh Waterdeep and Neverwinter have uh much stronger, less easily bribable guard presences. Have you ever considered going north of the spine? I hear all bets are off up that way. I loathe the cold. Ah, then we do have something in common. (laughs) We are from the desert. Whoever heard of a mimic in the Dales? Well, also, I mean, isn't, isn't this place, like, really big? I mean... All I know is this like sword coast thing, but I think like there's a whole lot around here. You don't, you could go out into the woods, you know, make they, a fort. They'd have to come back, uh, make a fortune in the woods. No, a fort, you know, uh, you know, I don't know, farm. They need money, son. <laughs> Kill some goblins. I don't know. I mean, uh, I see that you have been infected with stories of adventurers. Um, the majority of people do not go far from where they were born unless need drives them. Yeah, they need to stab things. Look, I, more than anyone, appreciate your embracing moral ambiguity, Dewey. But I think in this case, the the best way to help these poor jackal wear, why is it not wear jackal? I could not begin to tell you. Is it because, oh, wait, are you a jackal that bit a human? No. I have always been a jackal where. Well, now I want to get I, I want to get the monster manual too out of uh, Candlekeep. But I think we go with the two-pronged approach. We send the message to Candlekeep to see if they're amenable, and meanwhile, uh, we have Tweedledum and Tweedledumma here keep gambling and see if we can't raise some money. At least I'm not the dumber one. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just going to give Dewey a pat on the shoulder. <laughs> Ms. Kovala, can we at the very least agree that for, say, the next 24 to 48 hours, you will ensure that none of these creatures, uh, aside perhaps from the Liliana Elliot, will leave your hands? Yes. While we make inquiries. Yes, that I can guarantee. There are no other 
there aren't another created at the moment besides the three that met their unfortunate end at Candlekeep and the one that uh, Miss Odella located. Well, then, if you would be willing to uh, shake on that with me, I think we can make some inquiries and see if we can help come to an equitable solution for everyone. And, and yeah, and if we, if we raise enough money, then, then we would want to buy that original Liliana Elliott book. Uh, there's no we. I will buy that original. I just want to help these fine jackalwares get their pack mother back. Your kindness is overwhelming. Thank you. That And get them out of Baldur's Gate. Your kindness is especially appreciated. <laughs> Can I are... incite her on the uh, is there other gingham what's that's out there? Sure, go ahead. This stew is the best thing I've ever eaten in Baldur's Gate. <laughs> okay. She, she, um, she serves you up another bowl. Another sixteen. Uh, yeah. As far as, as far as you are able to tell, she is telling you the truth that the that the as far as book gigamwatsits go, there are no others created besides the ones that that have been named. And and to be honest with you, I think you know what you said before about like, you know, making things that are extra protection, you would think that that would be a, a big seller, especially in Baldur's Gate. You would think, but uh, people get a little bit odd about having things like that. Like a rug of smothering is fine or dancing swords are fine. But for some reason, when something is a little bit more organic, they get squeamish. Mm. Well, in fairness, when it feeds off your psychic energy, that is a little disturbing. It's honestly the, the the tiniest sip off of your energy. I feed mine every other day as it asks. But it sounds like we've come to it. You don't have to put too much work in it. Is that correct? Very, very, uh, very apt comparison. But it sounds like we've come to at least a temporary agreement to give ourselves some time to sort this out. Yes, I believe we have. And I... I appreciate you not being like other adventurers that we have run across. My pack was very upset with me for inviting you here, but I, ha well, I hoped. I hoped, and sometimes that's dangerous, but... To pull this off, we're going to need the money that you've raised so far. To be able oh, to I think it. we can find money. Somewhere. If you're gonna walk down the streets of this shithole crowing about how much money you have made, you are not gonna take these poor creatures' money. Um, Sabachthani is gonna kind of like twirl her hand, and there's just gonna be like sparks, and it's almost basically gonna like flare for a second with fire, and then just go back to normal, and she's just gonna hold out her hand. A deal, then. A deal. And and Corvala reach, reaches her hand out and takes yours firm handshake and then uh, we'll stand up. Well, I would hate to intrude upon your hospitality any further and I think I need to go send some messages to Candlekeep. Indeed. Um, Do you have a recipe for this stew? I will I will point, point you at our... Because uh, I have an aquasit that I would love to teach. My husband is quite a connoisseur of all things culinary. Also, if you ever find any books about macaroni art, do uh, let yeah. him know. I will certainly do so. Come, let me introduce you, uh, Les, to 
Uh, excuse me. Let me introduce you, Mr. Moreover, to to Marlisa. She she, she does. Please, our- please, Mr. Moreover's been dead for three hundred years. The at least less than. Please let me introduce you to to Marlisa. She does our cooking, and she is always delighted to uh, talk about spices and herbs and everything that she uses to make the food palatable. An artiste. We certainly appreciate her efforts. So. Thank you all very much. And I, I don't know if the law of hospitality reaches to, to here, but you, this, this, uh, this hideout, this keep, this, our, our little sanctuary is open to you. Thanks. It's very kind. <laughs> as little as it is, I know. And I guess as we're leaving, I'm assuming we're being escorted towards at least to the kitchen right now. Yes. Yeah. Um, I will take the uh, flower that I put in between the rib cage of Iris. Just slide it down and place it on the desk as we go along. All right. It is. It is left there. Uh, Corvala is leading the way, so she doesn't notice at the moment. Mm-hmm. And she introduces you to. Uh, to to Marlisa, you actually did see her behind the 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 table at the Amber Dune books. She's about four foot eleven, tiny little thing. You could wrap your hands around around her waist, and your fingers would meet um, with 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 pigtails and great and great big eyes, and delighted to be asked about cookery. You need to eat more, young lady. Well, you I got to taste while you're eating. I I eat all of the time, but it just it I it it goes oh. it. Goes, it goes straight to transformations. So. Metabolism of the young. So now, were you bitten by a jackal? <laughs> Darling, uh, you can't just ask someone <laughs> if they were bitten by a transformative creature. The jackal wears. If there was a jackal, if we could get one, we should really have it bite Mr. Moreover. I, I'm fascinated to know what would happen. As long as everyone is consenting to whatever biting is going on, that is up to you. I'm going to go find the postal services of our hotel. And do you know why the jackal wears and not wear jackals? So apparently, it's got to be an etymological reason for this. Well, apparently, and in in the deserts, they didn't want to be associated with the with the shore creatures who are the wear bears, wear whatever, whatever. So it went once they, once they returned, it was the other direction. Les, am I going to have to have the same lecture that I gave Wuya in which you do not need to speak everything that comes to your mind and that some things are better left as mysteries in this world? Well, uh, I will take that under advisement, O stabber of furniture. <laughs> and the next time I need to force a chair to talk, I will turn to you. Hmm. Well, next time a chair attacks you, maybe I'll just stand by and watch. I find that unlikely, given your compulsion. <laughs> uh, can I kind of catch Corvala's eye as I head out and kind of give her a nod of like, hey, do you want to talk with me over here? She'll she'll catch your eye and raise an eyebrow slightly, but uh, gently disengage herself from from the pack and the conversations that are happening and, me, and meet you at uh, just outside the door? Pretty much. I'm not fully leaving, but kind of just stepping aside as they're having this conversation. Mm-hmm. How may I help you? 
there is a member of the Avowed at Candlekeep that would very much like to get his hands on one of these creatures. I think he would be equally interested in getting his hands on the means of creating them for the purposes of his research. I know you'll say you're under a compulsion not to share, but uh, as someone who deals heartily in compulsion, I wonder how true that is and all whether there might be conditions under which that compulsion could be lifted. What are you asking? Would you be willing to sell the spell if I can get you a good enough price for it? Look, I'm not gonna dilly-dally around here. Enough people have heard of me, or at least my family. You know I know people. I am aware. But, as I said, I'm under a geese. May I insight check that? You may. Eighteen. She was under a geese. Okay. Um, just kind of look- have a nasty habit of breaking when the, when the caster dies. Yeah, that's why <laughs> I asked. <laughs> it's like, hold on now. Um, Sabachthani will not say anything to that. She'll just kind of stare and then just sort of do do the nod. So, very well. But in regards to um, taking one of the creatures off your hands, I assume that is not untenable to you? Oh, very, that is very much tenable. If the researcher in in candlekeep is is interested I, I i can even make more than one it takes some time but they can uh, be made i think one shall suffice although i shall include that in my inquiry about the books and anything else very thank, well thank you for your kindness and your hospitality thank you for your willingness to listen Well, I don't know when they'll be done talking cookery, but uh, I shall see you again soon, I hope. Hopefully, indeed. And Marlisa can talk cookery until the sun rises. So. Ah, well, if she gets on cocktails, she'll have my husband's ear for the next century. Uh, I will hope, then, that, that she does not discuss the book that she recently picked up. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Mm. Well, have fun. Thank you kindly. If you wish, I can try to at least disengage her and send her and send oh, her husband on his way. That is entirely up to you. I have him all to myself whenever I like. If he wants to entertain himself with a discussion of stews and spices, that is entirely his doing. Fair enough. All right. Uh, and Smuckney will give another little head bow and she is going to head back to the hotel because she is going to send messages to Candlekeep and also see if that uh, sleeping guard is awake yet so she can ask him about that incident last night. Mm. As as Mrs. Moreover is beginning to walk away, um, she will hear, oh, uh, wait, wait up, Mrs. Moreover. Um, oh, are you coming too, Woo Yeah. Yeah, I, they were just talking a lot about different things, and eh, eh, yeah, one of, of those days. 
Lots of talking. Well, you just became an old Jewish man. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Why? Why all, all the talking? Well, you're welcome to come back uh, with me, although I will request that you please keep the amount of money in your pockets to yourself on this walk. As long as you don't take your full strides, because then I will have to run. I will do my best, sugar. We will head off to the hotel. Dewey steps outside and looks around. If I don't get to kill some random bandits, random bandits, I don't know what I'm going to do. Odilla is also outside and just gives Dewey a look and shakes her head. And uh, Corvalla will, will actually look at you, Dewey, and like tilt her head a little. I understand the appeal of the hunt. However, there is much to be said for restraint, or so Nadalia always told me. My, my favorite's when the hunted becomes the hunter. Wait, no. Oh, yeah. Um, wait. Okay. Dewey's gonna. Dewey's. Oh no. Uh oh. Dewey is going to hear in his head Sabathani's voice saying, "Maybe you should take Miss Analdi's instructions about keeping your mouth shut to heart as well." Which is Sabathani casting message over her shoulder as she walks away. <laughs> so okay. So oh oh uh, uh, so Adilla, what? Where's Where's Mr. Moreover? Well, he's getting his recipe, but I don't suppose, I mean, I can ask if he feels like he needs an escort. I think you and I should get back to the hotel. If we are going to be spending a night gambling, we might need to rest up a little. Yeah, yeah. Got to go over the uh, the arithmetic tables. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I think Odilla will head back to the hotel too. All right. You see Dewey kind of like, he grabs his backpack, mimicking Wuya <laughs> a little bit, just that. Chug, 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 chug. Backpacks. Eh, they are, they are boys. How, how about you, Les? Are you- are, I'm are, perfectly happy talking with this young lady for about recipes and such. She actually pulls you in, in into the kitchen at, at one point and, and says, okay, I've been trying something, so, uh, can, would you mind testing this? I am an avid tester. Wonderful. And she she sets into, I mean, the kitchen is not much more than a, a fireplace and, and, and a single flat top. And she is working with not very much and there is not much in the way of provisions, but she starts putting things together in a way that you would think would rival a master chef. Is that tarragon? You recognize it, yes. That's lovely. It comes from, it comes from our homeland, so we, we we like using it when we can. When we can get it, it's uh, it's a little hard to come by. Now, what would happen if you bit a jackal? Would that just be a jackal jackal? I actually have no idea. We've never tried. I wonder if we could find a jackal. Well, not here. Now, Baldur's Gate is a shithole. <laughs> yes, every jackal worth it worth its paws would stay the hell's away. 
Baldur's Gate is a shithole feels like a fadeaway line. <laughs> I was about to say, and that's how the party ended up on a six-week digression to Chult. <laughs> no, no, that's that, that's jungle. Oh, I'm sorry, you're right. We just it's go further in the desert. We have yes. to. <laughs> uh, well, the two parties of two may, are able to make their way back to the Elf Song Tavern unmolested. The 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 streets are starting to quiet down toward the evening. I know everyone's so disappointed. <laughs> Oh, Dewey, Dewey's paranoid now. Like the walk back, he's like every corner looking, <laughs> every alleyway with his dark vision. He, he has dark vision? Yeah. yeah. Very inhumans. Why not? Very inhumans. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> uh, but yes, you are able to make it back to the Elf Song Tavern unmolested. Although you certainly feel some eyes on you with the uh, oddness of the groups. Um, but the streets are starting to quiet down toward toward proper night. Uh, and you arrive back at the Elf Song Tavern. What would you like to do? Uh, Odilla's going to, you know, get cleaned up. She wants to look decent going back to the casino. <laughs> Can't imagine why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she also spent the day like <laughs> around urchins and like watching in alleyways. <laughs> yep, yeah, sure. Well, we will probably. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, well, yeah, we'll probably just. I forget. Are we in individual rooms or shared rooms in this one? I believe we're in individual, except the moreovers are yeah, together okay. per usual. Okay. Yeah, I think Wuya will find himself down in the common area, just review, like, just going back to that book um, and just absorbing as much as he can about infectious diseases. Infectious diseases. Okay. Yeah, there is, there is a lot in there, and there may be one or two things that interest you in there, but we can talk about that. All right. And I will say I will keep an eye out, particularly for Sabachthani and Adila, if they make any moves to go outside. All right, Dewey, how about you? Um. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna keep. Uh, I'm gonna go up and start working on the spell that I'm trying to make. All right. <laughs> it's been a couple of hours. Or however long there is. All right. So uh, the night continues to to deepen. You know that that uh, uh, the the temple to Timora is open pretty much all of the time. So you can go when when you so see fit. But Spockton, I believe you you wanted to send out some messages. Yes, uh, Spockton is going to sit down and just um... <sighs> actually. What? No, no, she did it that way. She wants to keep it more private. Um, so Sabathi's going to write out a couple of quick messages, and I think it's going to be one to um, one to her usual contact, and then one also to Vizirog. Okay. And it's going to be the same information to, to both of the two of them of uh, like pretty much exactly what she pitched to um 
Carvala. God, so mm. many names and I'm struggling. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I had to flip back to the front of the book to be like, Sylvira? Yeah, I was just say right. Sylvira. Sylvira, <laughs> yeah. so Vizier, Ugg, and, yeah. and Corvala. The yeah, mistress so, of the dark. Yeah, one till Sylvira and one to Vizirag, and both of them are going to basically explain the information that we got. Like, here's the answer to the actual question. We would like to help them slash prevent this from happening again. Here's some options. And then very specifically to Vizirag, she will say, like, I can get you one of the Gigam Wutzits, and I am in negotiations to see about the possibility of trying to get the spell, though it doesn't seem likely, but if you have something to sweeten the deal and you want me to make the offer, I will certainly try. Okay. Um, and then she's probably going to go and, like, presumably through the hotel, she can, uh, you know, with a wink and a kiss, get a very rapid delivery of those two letters through some magical means. Yeah, we'll, we'll hand wave that a bit, because, yeah, that's we'll boring logistics. Yeah. Um, and then from there, she's going to go try to track down the guard whose name she got. I can't remember if you said he was somebody else who was staying at the hotel or if she just got his name from someone who works at the hotel. He, you, you, got, you got his name from someone who works at the hotel, but he lives nearby and works right. the night shift. So he is uh, up and about at about this time. Perfect. Then she'll drop off the letters and then she's going to head out. Oh, go you going out, Mrs. Moreover? Uh, yeah, I'm feeling a bit peckish. Thought I'd go get a bite. Oh, awesome. I, I haven't eaten a little bit in a while. I, I'll be, I'll join you. Darling, I do appreciate the offer, but unfortunately this is an adult sort of bite and I don't think you're quite ready for it yet. But it's food. What, what exactly is adult It's food? not food, sugar. Sometimes when adults are going out to, um, Participate in activities with other adults. They use euphemisms when talking to the youth. To is not. Do you need me to spell this out for you? Because I feel like you're much smarter than you put on, and you understand what I'm saying. But you said you were hungry. There are many kinds of hunger, sugar. Oh. Hmm. I guess. Hmm. Are you sure you're not gonna like walk by any food? you go ask your uh, friends the lovely ladies who hang out across the way i'm sure they could recommend some excellent street oh, food no. for Beatrice you Beatrice and janice tend to wake up i think in about an hour or two so you know oh that's gonna take them a little while well they, they do the really late night shift what are you reading there oh yeah this one oh it's about diseases Oh, you'll have to tell me about it. That yeah, sounds like it's right doctor, up. Oh, right? Well, I, yeah, I am indeed going to be a doctor, which is why right now I'm going to go study some anatomy. Oh, okay. You sure you're not going to walk by any food? I cannot confirm nor deny that, but I will not be stopping for it regardless. Okay. Just then Odilla actually walks <laughs> in or like she's been overhearing this and she puts a hand on <laughs> Wuya's shoulder come on Wuya, i will take you out to get some food <gasps> i saw a stall with something called a happy meal i'm not sure why it's so happy but maybe you and i, I saw that, that too it was really cheap well hopefully it doesn't give us food poisoning yeah, that he just mutters under her breath that's what my first boyfriend said about me too <laughs> <clears throat> Okay, fine. Have fun eating not food food. I certainly will, sugar. 
and looks up at Odilla and gives you the like, thank you, mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and Odilla not wanting Wuya to um, get into any trouble by himself trying to tail Sabakmini is truly willing to go out and take him to put some food stalls. Sabakmini uh, makes note that she owes Odilla like a big one. Yeah. <laughs> Because in her head, she's shaking and thinking, how did I become a babysitter? <laughs> Ooyah looks up. He's like, he's very persistent about not getting food. But, oh well. Okay, so you're taking me to get food? Apparently. Let's head out. <laughs> awesome. I saw that Mrs. Moreover went that way. Do you want to go that way? <laughs> No, we're going to go this way. And she'll point the opposite direction. Okay. Fine. Okay. Yeah, just keep your eye. Grabs a backpack and starts to make his way to the food stalls. Yeah. So, Any more in the direction of the Hall of Lux since we were planning on going there that evening. Right. From the alley, you hear like, Hide, it's that kid who keeps talking about how much money he has. Uh, Dewey, how about you? So about a half an hour into his sort of like putting out all of his notes and reading it over, he just realizes that he's got to go back to Korova? Korvala. Korvala. So he packs it all up. Um... Writes a little note that says, see, see you at the hall tonight. Slides it under um, Wuya's door. Probably <laughs> won't get it. And he's going to sneak out and go back to Corvallis. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I think the majority... Sorry to derail this. No. We almost got the five-way split. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting close. We're almost there. Um yeah i have i have turned corvolas into a roaring party at this point oh my gosh i i i I bought a bunch of booze and had it delivered and uh yeah yeah you know and and drizzly yeah the jackal wears is plays a pretty mean fiddle so there is music and dancing and 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 the little so so the the hideout is in kind of a little cul-de-sac. The cul-de-sac has turned into a block party, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and sitting, leaning leaning against the wall in the back is Corvala just watching all of it. She doesn't look quite approving, but she also isn't stopping anyone. I've always said I prefer shape-shifting humanoids to actual humans. And that's very good taste. No, actually, they taste off. Interesting. But they are the salt of the earth. I thought you said they tasted terrible. <laughs> well, don't eat too much salt. Uh, but I have found that non, let's say non-human humanoids, understand certain truths about the world that humans don't. Well, when you are the uh, the anomaly, then mm. yes. Yeah, I, I have, uh, and I appreciate that. 
Oh, your young friend has returned. Is Wuya here? <laughs> no, the taller one. Oh, good. That kid creeps me the hell out. Hi, Dewey. I, hey. I, I, I understand why. He smells of somewhere else. I thought that was the bath bomb. Mm, no, I have encountered bath bombs before. Some of them are quite nice. No, that boy, that boy smells different. Mm. Dewey, you smell like desperation. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's a teenage so. boy. They always do. It's the new fragrance from Old Spice. <laughs> no, no, from Axe Body Spring. <laughs> You're right, I apologize. <laughs> So yeah, you're talking about yeah. He's he's first off. How can a package so small be so strong? I don't quite. Well, when understand. two jackalwares love each other very much. So we as a jackalware. He could be. Ah. Uh, okay. No, I mean we could make him one. <laughs> could we? I'm pretty sure that violates age of consent laws, even in Faerun. <laughs> Are there... just putting it out there. No, you know, look, I don't think werewolves ask for consent, and vampires don't. And that's either. a problem. <laughs> yes, and we're not werewolves. That's right. Maybe that. Oh, maybe that is why your jackal wears. Hmm. Do you think there's wolf wears? Possibly. Well, that's just silly. That's like some fiend folio crap. <laughs> why? Why have you returned, young man? Oh. Uh, I, I'm working on something and it is uh gigam what's it related and I was wondering if I could talk to you about it. Possibly. I'm profoundly disinterested in this conversation. I'll be in the kitchen. Fair enough. Uh, well, to head off any the, the, uh, one particular question, I am under a geese to not reveal the spell itself. Yeah, so I, I'm working on my own version of this, I think. And, and you know, maybe wondering if any potential ideas to, to help speed the process along. So, okay, so here's, here's my plan. Here's what I want to do. I want to turn a creature into a book for one hour. And at the end of that hour, turns back into a creature. So a polymorph spell? Is that not how polymorph works? Longer duration. I, from, from everything that I've read, you can only turn it into a beast. And I want to turn it into an object. And an object that will not register as a creature. All right. Why? So I can get into the restricted section in the library. Interesting. My what? parents are down there or were down there and then before they disappeared. So if I can get into the restricted section, I think from what we've seen so far that I think that we can, I think that they were I think they went into a book. And I think the book is in the restriction section. A book is a portal to somewhere else. Interesting. 
Come with me. Uh, what was your name, young man? Uh, Dewey. Dewey. Come with me. Okay. And she'll lead the way back into her office and actually, th- so there's a, there's a bed on one side. She shifts the bed over and there's a hidden staircase there. Okay. Wait here. Okay. And she descends down the stairs and if you listen carefully, you can hear the sounds of keys. And then a moment later, she comes back up the stairs holding a book. Well, this does not have the information on how to create Gigamwatsit, so you may look at it if you so choose. Uh, this is um, cast these fucking names. <laughs> cast in Amir's Guide to Gigamwatsits. Okay. And I'll write that out for you later. Um, and it talks about what Gigamwatsits are and a little bit about a little bit about how they, how to, how to phrase this, how the caster shapes the weave in order to create them. But it might give you some ideas in the right direction for what you're looking for, but I'm not sure. This is fantastic. Uh, can, can, I, can I read it here? Can I take it with me? Do I, do I leave it? Do, what? If you would like to remain here and read it, uh, that part is not going anywhere for several hours at least. Okay, great. I can do it. Cool. Uh, can I use your desk? Sure. Just don't okay. go down. Just don't go down those stairs. I will know. You know, you, you know, telling me not to go down those stairs. Remind, remind him about the sword. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she gives you a long, meaningful look, and then looks up at the sword on the wall, and then looks back at you. Okay. Okay. Fine. Good. So and Dewey's she, gonna dive into the book. Cool. She closes the trap door, pushes the bed back over it, gives you another long, meaningful look, and then walks back out to the party to keep an eye on things. I see her come back. And, uh, I'm not used to hearing shifting furniture with Dewey when Dewey comes in a room. Uh, the boy is entirely too um, inexperienced and male. I hold one of those things against him. <laughs> oh, I hold neither against him. Most of us start off inexperienced and he cannot help as he was born. Well, he's probably trying to hold both of them against you. <laughs> Fair enough. But he is uh, studying. There's a, a book that may be able to help him with his particular interests. You, you travel with an odd party, Les. They're all... They're all good people. For a certain value of good. I, I think that if you were to say that to very nearly anyone else who has encountered you, you would get a laugh. But my, what did, what did you call her? Pack mother is a Lamia. So. You know, you can't choose your family. Hmm. Sometimes you can, and those are the best times. Hmm? Well, it's true, but you can't choose who you feel like family with. And I feel that way about these people. And uh, it's, a, it's, it's simultaneously a wonderful and a horrible feeling. Uh, I just hope I don't kill them all. <laughs> 
I feel that way about my pack mates all the time, she says, looking around at the dancing that's happening. Uh, you see, one of the reasons that I prefer non-human humanoids uh, is that I have a nasty habit of devouring humans. You mean that in the literal sense, don't you? Very much so. Interesting. It's much safer for me to be around your lot. Well, Indeed. much safer for everyone else. For us, for us, certainly. Huh. Well, you are welcome here, Lass, as one monster to another. Well, you're very kind. Now, may I escort you to the monster's ball? <laughs> And you actually do get a smile from her at that as, as she takes your hand. And I think that is a good place to take a break. Mm -hmm. So we'll be back in about five to 10 minutes after we've gotten a chance to refresh our beverages. If, if we're going to be dancing through the night, you need, you need some good hydration. Thank you so much for joining us thus far. And we will return shortly. Say hi to me on the other side. It's challenging to produce this content week after week, and your support really does make a difference. In fact, all of your support we call Tavern Upkeep. We have a monthly goal that we need to reach in order to maintain and to grow. We have currently set this at $1,500 per month. These funds go to purchasing and shipping giveaways, game and game accessories for us to use on the stream, and a portion of the rent here at the studio. We are asking you to help us reach that tavern upkeep goal every single month. There are many ways to contribute. The Patreon is the best bang for your buck. As a Patreon member, you are part of the Guild of the Five E's with access to work in progress RPG supplements, the Patreon only Discord channels, and a space to play in our Guild of the Five E's D&D campaign. The higher level patrons can even affect the outcomes of our stream games by awarding players with cards from the deck of inspiration. Another way to support us is by donating bits during a live stream. For each 500 bits donated, an inspiration coin is granted to the players or the GM. There are various effects based on the game system, but in Call of Cthulhu, one inspiration coin is one reroll. On Dungeons & Dragons, a single coin can be used to add a d6 to any d20 roll, and two coins may be added to redeem for a random draw in the Deck of Inspiration. Subscribing on Twitch, whether it's a tiered subscription, a Prime, or a gift sub, helps us fill in the Tavern Upkeep. You get access to Twitch emotes, subscriber-only Discord channel, and a second entry into every on-stream giveaway. The last way to help us with our Tavern Upkeep goal might be the easiest. When you enjoy our content on YouTube, turn off the ad blocker. We put ads in every 30 minutes, so it's not too annoying, but that ad revenue really does add up. With all of that said, the most important thing we can ask of you is to join us live, on replays on YouTube, on podcast, on social media, and the Discord. We are grateful for every member of this community, and we would like to see it continue to grow. Tell your friends, and share a link. Thank you. One. Spit take. Spit take, James. 
And once again, Thomas excelling at our counting. Hello, everyone. Welcome <laughs> back to Swords and Sages. Was that a vomit dab? <laughs> we we accelerated the timeline and just sent them to the gambling hall while we were on break, and there's several drinks in at this point. <laughs> I mean, the drinks are free. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <sighs> this is this. You are you folks are the reason why I drink. Man, we also we missed a perfect opportunity to steal all of their money and just skip town. Why would we do that? Do we want to be hunted by a pack of jackal wares? Yes. Evil goose. What if they team up against us? Did you hear her? She's under a geese. There are multiple <laughs> geese out there. Was I the least evil person in that situation? Yeah, I no. think so. And you and Suboxone. <laughs> and Dillo. Oh, it's just the boys. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. I was gonna say, the I answer to that question is always Odilla. Yeah, what flower exactly? Nightshade? <laughs> no, the Vietnamese uh, that I bought. Yeah, it was a nice flower. It was a lovely uh, okay. gesture. It was a lovely gesture. Oh, kitty. Kitty, kitty, cat. I'm a, kitty, a child, cat. not a kitty. <laughs> We no, can change I, that. Polymorph comes at a couple of levels. <laughs> and I like cats better, so, you know. If only you were a lap cat, Widge. We've got lots of cards and lots of inspiration, so you know, if you just want to roll a, on a random beholder chart to see which one comes at us. A random <laughs> beholder chart? That's Thomas. awfully specific for a random chart, Thomas. <laughs> Thomas, yeah, I don't you know, know if you realize this. This happens to be a particular beast of something. Thomas, Isn't there like what was it? The you are second freaking level. <laughs> what was the spore thing that looked like a beholder, and when you went to hit it, it exploded? Oh, horror! That's that is horror. I don't know, but you, know, you can get beholder kin, which is just you know like a floating mass. Eye of the deep, underwater beholder. <laughs> so gambling off. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. Hashtag. Hashtag. So... <laughs> So, yes. Um, actually, I'm going to do something that I picked up from another from another game uh, this last weekend. So I would like a representative for each of the three-way split to roll me a d20, please. Go ahead, Dewey. Just the, just the d20? Just a d20. 13. And we have tons of inspiration. <laughs> but we don't know what we want to roll. I think she's just trying to see who, what order we go in. might be initiative to determine order of stuff. I got a five for okay. my... I just... I rolled a nine. <laughs> okay. Uh... We do... Uh, so I will say this. So I will say we, we have a stack of inspiration. Let me count this. Two, four, six, seven inspiration. And there's 23 in the boy, so you know we don't we don't have to keep a lot of it for it to trigger. But I'm pretty sure these rolls are just to see what order she <laughs> uh, or watch well, as uh, we all get jumped by bandas simultaneously in separate places. <laughs> you know, we've yeah. still got two more games this month, so we could also buy cards. That's also very Ooh. true because we don't have enough cards. Yeah, so. obviously. Uh, but yes, you 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 are correct. I picked up from uh, another game the idea of using initiative to keep track of who is doing what. So we're going to start with with doing Les. Are are you doing anything besides reading a book and dancing with with a pretty jackal wear? 
Excellent. I mean, unless I can, you know, I might at some point be trying to make a jackal jackal, but you know. Uh, Bite it. Odilla <laughs> and Wuya, what are you two up to? Uh, well, I, I know after we grab our food, which is like in a nice little tray. And it's like, oh, wow, I didn't realize you like, you can just like walk around with food like this and eat it. That's super cool. I'll go to the gambling hall and make a sermon da da moolah. All right. Adela, are you doing the same? Oh, yeah. I mean, she has resigned herself uh, to her fate of being babysitter. Though once we get to the gambling hall, she won't necessarily feel the need to like Man, stay, stay guys- with Booyah. You guys do move fast. Introducing her to the kid on the second date. Once again, uh, once we get to gambling hall, she won't feel the need to stay exactly with Wuya. <laughs> yeah, I, I will just tug on Odilla's um, shirt and just be like, just so you know, I am okay walking home by myself. So if you do happen to go and find yourself a lovely person. Uh-huh. Yes, well, it seems like your uh, approach to walking home last time was successful, but uh, it might not work again. So let's still keep with the buddy system. Certainly. You find yourself a buddy, and I've got Iris. (laughs) Well, I do expect the rest of our party to join us here. Knew he was smarter than he pretends to be. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to make a bunch of money by being bad at blackjack. Did you just say being bad? Yeah, by being bad at blackjack. Okay. Uh, Just don't spend it all. (laughs) Oh, no, I'll spend it all. Okay, okay. Uh, Abdullah's going to make the round, see who's there. As, as you're making the, the rounds around, you, you see a couple of familiar faces, some people who were here the last time that, that you all played. You note and, and uh, nod a hello to Sabakthani's cousin. And then as you come around the corner, you see, you see sitting, sitting at a table, mostly by herself, um, playing, playing solitaire, is a, is a Sarai. Mm. Does she have a drink already? Yes. But it's but, but it's almost empty. Okay, yeah, she'll try to clock what what she's been drinking and flag down a bartender to get the same to get her a refill. Uh, the bar t- the 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 circling the circulating uh, waitstaff looks at you, looks at Sarai, gives you a little a little grin and wink, and uh, whisks away and comes back with uh, what 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 the good lady has been drinking all evening. Yeah, and hopefully they brought two of those, so she'll. Uh, um she'll just sit down place one drink towards Sarai and say it looked like you needed a refill she she startles a little bit when you sit down next to her and then looks at you and this like warm smile covers it covers her face warming her eyes well Miss Odilla you came back oh you know I couldn't stay away but what are you doing playing solitaire here oh Sometimes I don't particularly want to deal with all of the all of the riffraff and the rabble and the noise and just be with with the goddess. Hmm. Well, that if is, you don't, that, that is not to say I want you to leave, dear. Okay. <laughs> I was just gonna ask if you didn't mind company. 
And yeah, Odilla will just, uh, she's, Odilla's not in any rush to start gambling. Um, she's going to take her time, have a conversation every now and then look out, make sure Wuya's not doing anything crazy. At one point you look over at Wuya who sees you and you're just like, <laughs> and you see Iris also give you a bit of a wing. <laughs> the so- wingman. So, well, yeah, what is your plan for winning a lot of money by being bad at blackjack? Explain this to me. Uh, counting cards again. Mm. Okay. Um, let's see, because because that is a, an intelligence thing. I'm going to have you roll uh, an intelligence-based sleight of hand. Cool. Because I like the alternate rule that, that you can use other stats for things. Okay. So intelligence-based sleight of hand, would that mean I am using intelligence and proficiency or? Are you proficient in sleight of hand? I am not. So basically, uh, basically if you were proficient in, in sleight of hand, you would use that, it, you would use your intelligence instead of uh, dexterity for it. Okay, cool. So as, as, as is, it's basically an intelligence check for you. Top of that. All right, here we go. Are we gonna roll shit? No, not shit, 22. Okay, uh, yeah. Again, your eyes are like right here at the edge of the table. So it's really easy to like pretend that you're having a hard time keeping up with things while you're reading all of the cards and seeing where they're all going. No one seems to cotton on to the fact that uh, you being short is a huge advantage in this. Yeah, uh, uh, another card, please. Oh, yeah, sorry. It's And he taps the table. Like, and another card gets put on. Okay. Um. Well, twenty-one. <laughs> and everyone at the table just kind of pauses and gives you a look for a second, and then, well, the boy seems to have made it through. Well, so apparently, um, the lady of of the house likes me. <laughs> I'm just waiting for you to piss off the goddess with this. um but yeah no he's he's going for the big spenders he's okay trying to rack up some money and he's smart enough to know like the like when to lose when to win when the table is getting cold when it's getting hot kind of just like shifting through and all that uh roll me an insight check please at advantage because would you say you know when to hold them you know when to fold them you know when to walk away and you know when to run. Why are we not sitting across the table so I can throw a piece of inspiration at you? <laughs> Here, he's the one who says he's gonna not sing in the musical episode, but he's made the most <laughs> musical references tonight. Would anyone like to inspire? Would you, would you get? Yes. Sure. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. Seventeen. Okay. With that, um, you you are able to. You, you fall into the ebbs and flows of the gambling hall very easily. For you, you can read it as easily as a fish can read the currents. And you're able to see which tables to go to and which ones have the most money being tossed around. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, it's like those, it's every Las Vegas movie, the time lapse. He's walking around, he's playing cards while everything's moving around really fast and just like super casual, like, oh no, I lost. And then just like racking it up. Mm-hmm. Wooyah has like earbuds, a hat and sunglasses on. <laughs> yeah. 
takes a drink of drink of the water, just like tips the sunglasses just a bit so you can see half of the eye. Um, roll me percentile dice, please. Percentile, let's get some months. Come on. Finally, real dice. Don't give me that much. Um, I think I rolled a hundred. Did you roll? Did you roll a ten and a zero? I rolled double zeros and a one. No, oh, that's a one. That's, that's a, a one. one. Oh, that's a one. Yeah. <laughs> oh. If you were in Call of Cthulhu, that would be a critical. Yeah, that's a great roll. Yeah. If I was a cleric like, right that's... now. Oh, level 10, wait, we got one of those like... change of fate cards, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. We do. Nice. nice. I, I because think... we need to use our cards. Yeah. Advantage on a skill attack or saving throw. Could we also inspiration that? Because we've got a ton of inspiration as well. But how would you do that with percentage? You just re-roll the percents. But we can't re-roll. We haven't been able to do that in a while. Yeah. Oh, right. Inspiration's... Oh, sorry. It, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's not that way in this one. Let's use our card. Because we never use our cards anyways. Yeah, I mean, inspiration... So would he just roll another tens die then? Um. Because he's like already advantage. rolled the one? I'd let him do a full re-roll. Ooh. With advantage? Limited time offer. It's 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 a percentile. That percentile. That's not that, that wasn't with advantage. Oh, I thought I the mean, card said. Yeah, I mean, right. I mean well, yeah, but the DM can yeah, know, the, DM is, the card do what the DM wants. Yeah. You can't roll worse than the one, so yeah. I'd say let's go for it. At the so end of this, Tiana's least... gonna be like, the one is the best roll you could have made. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was Delta Green rules the whole time. I wore green today for a uh, reason. 44. Okay. So you spend your entire evening till the crack of dawn doing this. I want to emphasize just how much time this takes. Mm -hmm. And by the end of it, you walk away with 222 gold. Okay. I don't want to say my plan's going to work, but pretty good. <laughs> uh, I'll say because we're staying in the same party at one point odilla would have at least casually tried to make some money she probably would have done something like a craps table so like sarai could have been her like good luck charm to blow on the dice or something nice <laughs> that's so cute <laughs> yeah <laughs> like so she's really doing it as just like a cute romantic little uh date thing casually trying to make some money <laughs> okay um because the goddess Absolutely, a hundred percent smiles upon romantic uh, uh, luck tricks. Roll, roll a sleight of hand with advantage, please. Ooh, okay, let's see. Ooh, and I definitely have proficiency in that. What? God, I hope so. <laughs> that would be a twenty-four. All right, roll me percentile dice, please. Okay. Okay. Um, you aren't trying particularly hard, but you can, there, there's something about, there's something about being in that room surrounded by all of the, the atmosphere, the hope, the prayers that are going up with every roll of a die uh, that infuses your, your dice. This is not a high craps table. You weren't looking to particularly make money, but you walked away with 150 gold. 
Oh, wow. You know, when I think of casinos, I think of the word hope. You know, <laughs> but she uh, will tip uh, 10 gold to whoever's running the table. So it'll be 140. Okay. And and uh, the the person who runs the craft table, what, what is the word for that person? Not the croupier. croupier. The croupier? That's the okay. stick. Yeah, the croupier. Well, the croupier is the... The, but I don't think they use the croupier in craps. I don't know what the person is called. Just, just make it a fantasy crouper? title. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Marquis of the Dice. Oh, 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 wow. Nice. That is like eight times better than any, what it really is. <laughs> uh, oh, you see, I'm the Marquis of the Dice. <laughs> the Marquis of the Dice takes, take, takes the gold and, and uh, smiles at you and says, may the blessing of Tamora be upon you and taps you on the shoulder and casts guidance. Oh, nice. And it is croupier, the stick and the person. Oh, Thank you for looking that up. So maybe That's... I could turn a person into a croupier. The stick and the person is the title of Dewey, Dewey's autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> the stick and the person by Dewey Desimate. <laughs> Um, is there anything else that you particularly want to do before sunrise, Odella, since your group seems to be pretty well stuck there? Flirt heavily. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Sabachthani, what have you been up to? Uh, Sabachthani, uh, pulled a somewhat familiar maneuver from other members of the party and uh, left the place, ducked around a corner, and shuffled her clothing slightly to be a little less obvious to track because she suspects that Wuya might try and then is going to go try to find this night guard and chat him up um so you were given the the address of or you 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 were given the tavern where this particular guard tends to have his breakfast before going on duty great and you you make your way over there and uh it's it's definitely a more grungy is really the only right word uh, Perfect. establishment as compared to the Elf Song Tavern. Great. Uh, I'm going to go up to whoever is at like the bar and just like slip them some coin to point this guy out to me. Okay. The, the, the bartender looks at you, looks at, looks at your coin, like, fl- like flicks their fingers to, to count it nods and uh gestures with with their chin over to a a side booth this person uh seems to the this man seems to be relatively um relatively friendly he has he has two or three uh, he has uh, three other people sitting with him at his table mm-hmm. and is eating and chatting and getting ready for a nice work uh great i'm going to uh buy two ales and go over and just without ceremony like like put an ale down in front of him and slide in next to him sort of trap him in the booth (laughs) he looks up at you and his friends look at you it's like uh hi ma'am what can we do you for terribly sorry to interrupt i'm afraid that uh well i'm I've got a bit of business to take care of, and I think your friend here is going to be just the man to do it for me. If I could just borrow him for a few minutes. He's married, you know. Oh, that's not the kind of business I'm in, so we're all right. Uh, 
Right. Um, Christoph, you good? And Christoph, the man that you were looking for is kind of like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Here, just go uh, get yourself some drinks and drink them at the bar. And by the time you're finished, we should be too. They look like they kind of want to argue, but also you're the kind of person that doesn't get argued with. I was going to say, I will happily roll against them. Do you want intimidation or persuasion? <laughs> Which would you like, dealer's choice? Um, given that I have not been particularly aggressive, we'll go with persuasion this time. Take it away. Yeah, that is another dirty 20. Okay. Um, they'd still look a little, a little skeptical, but they're, they're more than happy to take the coin that, that you put, uh, in front of them. And one of them like scoots around the edge of the table because he was sitting on the Christoph's other side. Right. Scoots around the edge of the table and the three of them vanish over to the bar and Christoph like looks up at you. Uh, to what do I owe the pleasure, ma'am? I will move around and like sit across from him to be a little more on height and just be like, thank you. Much nicer on my neck. <laughs> yeah, terribly sorry about that. Um, I just have a few questions and if you answer them quickly, I'll get out of your hair and you never have to see me again. I hear that you, uh, may have seen or discovered the um, unpleasantness last night. The body. Oh, yes. And he reaches over, grabs the ale, and like drains it. <laughs> yes, that's about the response I was expecting. I would like you to give me every intimate gory detail of what you saw. Please and thank you. <sighs> the quicker you do it, the quicker I'll get out of your hair. I'm just putting it out there. You really aren't supposed to talk about these things, ma'am. There are many things that I know that I'm not supposed to talk about. So get moving. Oh, goddess. All right. Um, well, uh, the one that we found was off over by the docks. Um, and it looked like, you know, human, probably based on what was left um and what was that that was left have you ever seen an animal that's been eaten by flies yes that hmm. anyone important no i mean in as much as the person is important to their people but not anyone of note hmm. just the one there were two well, I I found the one. There was another one a little further away than my mates found. Mm, still on the docks? Yeah. Same condition? Very much so. Right. Devoured from the inside out, just... This sort of thing happen often around here? No. I mean, death is as common as... <laughs> Death, death, death is a common transaction in Baldur's Gate. You get used to it. That's pretty normal. This, this wasn't a, a sword or a crossbow or I guess it could have been a spell, but not, you know, the, the powerful don't tend to be around here, right? Of course not. So that sort of thing I'd associate with, you know, the knobs. Right, well... I don't think you'll have to be worrying about too much of that again, but thank you for your time and your information. 
have a lovely breakfast. What's your connection to it, ma'am? Better that you pretend you never met me. And if anybody asks, you don't know who I am. Because even if you do figure out who I am, you're going to wish you hadn't. He, 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 looks, he looks into his empty stein. Neither of these, and we can talk about that. She shoves the other one that she picked up undrunk to him. Right. And he takes a long swig, puts it down. As long as it doesn't happen again. I, life is cheap around here, but no one deserves to die like that. I'll see what I can do. Right. Thank you for your time. Christoph, was it? Christoph, and you? I'm sorry, I don't believe we've met. And Sabachthani will get up. But I am very good with both names and faces. Should I ever need to find you again? Right. Tell your boys, uh, it's been a pleasure. I hope we never have to meet again, ma'am. And uh, Sabakthani will leave, duck into an alley, switch her clothing back to as it was when she left the hotel, and will head to the ladies' hall. All right. Are you doing any gambling when you are there? Probably a little casual gambling. Just kind of float from table to table if... Uh, I spot Marlista. I'll chat with her and see if she's got any insights on where to go, but very half-hearted and not really attempting much. Sure. Marlista actually does note that you seem troubled and uh, draw you aside and be like, I am working, but I but you look troubled, cousin. I mean, there's always trouble when moreovers are involved. You should know that by now. I know that very well, but you usually pass it off with a laugh and a flirt. You wouldn't happen to know if Mother and her flavor of the month are already at the holiday home in Navonis, would you? Or if she's still down in Flegthathon? Oh, this time of year. She might be at the holiday home where we'll be within, within the 10 day. Hmm. You don't happen to have any speedy ways of getting a hold of her, do you? Well, there's always sending, but there's a chance of that going wrong between the planes. Yeah, I can't risk anything going wrong with this one, so I guess I'll just wait until she calls me. It's how I usually operate. That's the nice thing about being the favorite. You can sort of just sit on things. Certainly. Besides, what? I'm sure whatever Absintheon is up to probably has her eyeballs deep in trouble right now, so. Usually. Very yeah. usually. Well, if you need someone to talk to, cousin. You know I'm not going to drag you into this, but thank you. You know I'm very good at listening. Well, you're very good at listening, so, uh. Keep an ear out, and if you hear any rumors that I should know about, let me know. Anything in particular? Just the normal kinds of trouble. Unfortunately, I've gotten a bit more attention of late than I normally like, and uh, want to make sure that nobody's actively watching. 
you know how it gets. Oh, I do. Not nearly as well as you do, oh, Cousin Bard. Well, you know, some of us have a flair for the dramatic. Mm, most of your family. Unfortunately. Quite. Give your lady my best. I think I'll go try what little luck I have left. The goddess be with you, cousin. And she lightly touches your shoulder and casts guidance. The little, <laughs> the little bit of what, of what she can do to help you out. Delightful. Mrs. Moreover, Mrs. Moreover. I'm winning a lot of money. Oh, yeah, you are surprisingly good at cards, it appears. Oh, you know, just um, real lucky, you know, just being in the house, apparently. She's... The lady smiles upon the young, the foolish, and the reckless. Also, mm -hmm. I've been told. <laughs> anyway, anyway, if you look over there, Odella's with her lady friend. Oh, well, good for her. And I, I told her, I told her that she's good to go. Like if she ever needs to go, she said body system and I got Iris and she's got lady friend, but you don't have a buddy. So if you need a buddy, I can, me and Iris could be your buddies. I do appreciate that. Woo -ya. Uh, Where do you recommend that I uh, place my coin? You seem to be having good luck here, but I've never had much uh, head for numbers. Oh, it's blackjack ain't numbers. It's just luck. Um, yeah, but you want to join me on this table? It looks like they're doing a three jag and Andy thingy. And um, yeah, it looks kind of fun. Sure, why not? I'll throw some <laughs> silver at it. I, I, I do have my own purse, but I appreciate your gentlemanly behavior. Oh, yeah, no. Mr. Moreover is teaching me a lot. I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> That is the correct response, yes. Um, dragon Ante. Thomas and I played a game of Three Dragon Ante in like 2016. I think it's still going on. <laughs> I'm not That's why I'm there till the morning. Yeah. <laughs> the blackjack only takes him like 20 minutes. It's when we sit down for Three Dragon Ante that we're like, oh God, this was a mistake. <laughs> why are we playing this game? So it's that... the monopoly of card games? How oh, do they God. have more cards? The deck was empty and there's more. Why did people, why did you all create this game? It's so dumb. Did they bring out dice for a card game? I thought it was just cards. What's now you're playing Munchkin? Any wheel? Yeah, we suddenly find ourselves playing a legacy game and we're like, wait, how did this happen? There wasn't a board game here when we started. Are we in Settlers of Catan? Like, what happened? Oh my God. But yes, I will just sit down with, I will basically tail Wuya. For the rest of the night and throw in a hand occasionally here and there okay roll me a uh, sleight of hand then a skill i am less good at but i am dexterous so we'll see mr moro i'm just know how gonna walk away from that <laughs> uh, bardic have proficiency uh can I, use, can I use my guidance absolutely it's there for you just because I might as well. Great, then that'll be a 16. Okay, uh, roll me a d10, please. Four. Okay, you, you can, I mean, you're not trying very hard and you're mostly at the silver tables, but you do, you do come away with 40 silver. Great, 
that'll at least make up for what I spent on the uh, beer and the bribe. So, indeed, I only play the electrum tables. <laughs> you and Spike, I swear to Christ, <laughs> fucking electrum. Um, Dewey and Les, what are you up to? Les, you can go first. Uh, I'm one, two, three. He sleeps with a jackal. Where four, five, six, he goes and he gets Dewey. I rolled a four. <laughs> so about three in the morning, uh, he'll knock on the office door. Uh, uh, Dewey, good lord, are you just sitting in here reading? Hold on, I, two pages left. Hold on, hold on, committing it to memory. I mean, you can come in, but I'm committing it to memory. I've not, it's, it's kind of stuff. I'm gonna leave the door open. Yep. What? Yep. We, it's been like four hours. Oh, I know. Uh, yeah. This is, this has like 400 pages in it. So it went pretty, it, it was, uh, it was pretty grueling. With the pictures? Uh, uh, there were a couple. Yeah. Well, that's something. That yeah. We- like this one. And he flips it over and it's like a gig and what's it like devouring. And oh, expecting uh <laughs> Yeah. It was uh anyway. Uh, yeah. So uh, anyway. Uh, Why are you- <sighs> Uh, should we, before I do something I might regret or become a lacanthrope, should we go to the ladies' hall and meet the rest of the party? Yeah, I mean, the was, okay, I, I'm a little confused, right? So I thought that our plan well, was... if I have relations with a jackalware. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to know that. I thought you were confused. Right. Well, so I thought the idea was uh, we would um, take the funds that uh, that uh, they have already gathered and we go and we triple it at the House of Luck and then they can resurrect the person. Son, you made a great deal of money at those gambling halls. I made, I made 10 gold. That's not true, son. That's just not true. Vuya uh, made all the money. Well, that's more believable. But we're doing a good thing for these good things. We're trying to, what we're doing is we're showing them. We're showing them just what you said when we came in here that, uh, uh, that first time. We are showing them that we can take that good step. We're gonna win them that money. Do you know? Do you know how to? Do you know how a tree is born? I assure you, son. I know how everything is born. Well, it starts with a seed, and it's the seed that I'm looking for. You have money, Dewey. I have money. Right. These poor things don't have money. And what money they have, they're currently using to subsist in shambles. Yeah. We can give them their guidance back, son. We can give them a purpose again. Okay. Okay. But what what if I... Okay. 
All right. They did let me read this book, and I, and honestly, it opened up a couple of yeah, opened up a couple of avenues. I think I can try. Well, so. there you go. There's your seed. Okay. All right. Now let's go make a tree. Now, do you want to know how beholders are born? Actually, yes. I'm sorry, but yes. Well, one of those eyes is not an eye. <laughs> okay. I don't want to know anymore. I if <laughs> do I have silence? <laughs> <laughs> We're looking at two, my... you don't have silence. <laughs> but I got sleep. <laughs> I mean nobody's done anything yet. <laughs> and so we'll yeah, we'll head to the uh we'll we'll uh thank everyone for their hospitality and uh very kindly and I tell them keep the alcohol, you save it for the next time. And the party is definitely starting to wind down. Like they they, they get up at the crack of dawn usually to go and run the the, the books the the book stall. Although um uh, Corvala, I think we're going to be taking tomorrow off for, <laughs> until uh, until your lady wife has uh, some word for us. Or a seed becomes a tree. I feel like there's an entire conversation there that I'm not privy to, but yes, I suppose. I uh, I kiss the uh, the young jackalware's hand, and I say, "If I were four hundred years younger." <laughs> Come back and talk food anytime, Mr. Moreover. You have such great ideas. Well, it's very rare that anyone says that to me. I appreciate it. And yes, I will explain beholder reproduction in exhaustive. And you see, one has to be on top of the other, but it's difficult because they levitate, and levitate okay. is naturally repulsive. Actually, that's not at all how beholders reproduce. Uh, you you clearly haven't read uh, Volo's Guide to Monsters because it is very detailed about uh, how beholders come into the world. And anyway, well, yeah, you you've you've caught me. I, I don't read a lot of books. I just you know I think anything around reproduction I can wing. Somewhere yep. at the table after losing several hands in a row, Sabakthani just spontaneously leans over to Wuya and goes, if you ever have questions about the birds and the bees, please, um, I don't know where this is coming from, but please feel free to ask. Oh. Oh, okay. Um, sure. Sorry, I'm just having this weird tingle in the back of my spine that's making me feel very antsy about the future of our society and where our youth are getting their information from. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Okay. Um. Don't worry about it. Do you two have kids? No. Oh. You want kids? That is a loaded question. My mother would love for us to have children. Mm. Well, apparently you have two. So. Oh, do we? Well, oh, no, do we? Yeah, do we? Do yeah, do no, do yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I see. Uh, well, I'm not sure that's exactly what she was hoping for, but I think she can take what she gets given her proclivities. So, is, would you say, uh, you know how they sometimes say you kind of like marry your 
your your your parents is mr moore over kind of like your mom uh Spockany has a two-second existential crisis and then uh goes i don't think i've ever thought of it that way i do know that from my knowledge of my father he's nothing like him so i suppose well he and my mother do have a lot in common oh okay so yeah you know um okay wow so your mom is like i'm assuming uh, correct me if i'm wrong like a tiefling mr moreover no she's a literal devil oh wow How's that? Like, that's fascinating. Like, she up there in the statuses or? We're very well off. Oh, that's what a lot of rich people say. Yes, that's the polite way of putting it as far as I'm concerned. It's also the way we can put it that doesn't get us in trouble for assuming above our station. We do come from the hells. There's a lot of protocol involved. Oh, yeah. No, the layers, layers, lots of layers. Many layers. Kind of like an onion. Mm-hmm. Well, it's more like a cake, isn't it? No, it's really more like an onion because you just keep peeling things back until you get where you want to go. And crying's oh. involved. Lots of crying. So much crying. And a lot of knife skills, weirdly enough. Miss Analdi oh, would probably fare very well. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Adela. <laughs> Adela will just like <laughs> shoot a look over her shoulder, make sure he's not up to anything, see that he's with Sabachmini, <laughs> and then turn back to Sarai. <laughs> She, she's really, really smart and really great with daggers. You, um, I mean, I know you ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah, walked ooh, yeah. over. I know, I know you met um, before and like, I know that. And it's like getting a Sabach- little later in the night. Sabachthony yeah. walks over as this is happening, puts a hand on her and goes, I'm terribly sorry. Woo, yeah, I believe I was going to tell you about my uh, endeavors to find a meal earlier and we'll drag him back to the Oh, table. okay, okay. Favor returned. (laughs) (laughs) And Sarai just looks at the whole situation (laughs) and and just chuckles and looks at you, Adela. Very smart and good with knives, eh? Yeah, well, I found it to be useful. Well, you're certainly dexterous in other ways. And settles back into the comfortable flirting. Yeah. Ignoring the, the yelps from Muyas. <laughs> he's being <laughs> Oh, hey, Dewey, Mr. Moreover. Oh. As the two of them arrive. Angel, you made it. Hello, my love. You seem to have your hands full. Well, you know, Muya uh, and I were just discussing the birds and the bees and the ways of Lady Luck. Oh, that, that's funny, because uh, Mr. Moreover was telling me wrong information about how beholders mate. Allegedly. <laughs> We're just going to agree to disagree. Yeah. Uh, Should- personally, I uh, I respect uh, Mr. Volo and Mr. Volothamp. Uh, and, uh, you know. Volo, Volo. I think my mother tried to meet him once. Hopefully that didn't come to fruition, but if we want him to write any more books. Yeah, you know what's really weird about him is that some people think he's a halfling um, when he's not. And uh, when they describe him, sometimes they describe him as like really short and a halfling, but he's not. Anyway. I thought you said there was something interesting about him. No. 
He's weird, yeah. Well, uh, we've still got a couple of hours before the shift change. If anybody else wants to try their luck at the tables, uh, Master Wuya has done remarkably well. Let's make a tree. I'm sorry? Is that a a game that I'm not aware of? Dewey's going to go over and he's going to smack some coin down and try and make a tree. (laughs) I think it's a euphemism. That is not the tree-related euphemism that I'm familiar <laughs> with, but I'm willing to go with it. Um, what game are you plopping down at, Dewey? And what is your strategy? Um, I need something that intelligence works for. <laughs> How are you at counting cards? <laughs> Probably pretty good. Okay. High perception, high int. Okay, I'll accept that if you want to try uh Wuya's method and do a intelligence-based sleight of hand do you have proficiency in sleight of hand nope all right then it is a intelligence roll for you all right well that is a six okay <laughs> what are our it. cards we have cards left yeah we got i mean we could at least inspire yeah we've got inspiration we got cards just do it there. It's like, okay, they played the king, so that means there's three kings left, <laughs> and they just played the four. The problem is that Dewey is taller than Wu Ya, and so it's harder <laughs> for him to hide the fact that he's like glancing around. Well, and he can't see everybody's cards when they look at him. Yeah, because everybody like hides them like this. Yep. So Wu Ya is like a perfect view. <laughs> Let's just inspire it. Yeah, just inspire it. Yeah, inspire it. All right, there's... Let's see if we can at least hit double digits or something. Well, that's not bad. So what did I say? Six? That's 11. Okay. So you find yourself gravitating toward the silver and copper tables. Uh, Whether whether that is a um, innate sense of knowing that you're not particularly good at counting the cards at the moment, or whatever it is, your brain. Here, here's what it is: your brain is frazzled after spending the last four hours memorizing this book. And as as you're moving through, you can hear this little voice in the back of your head: "Man, that was a lot of information. We got it all at once. Ow! Shut up and count the cards." (laughs) <laughs> oh, be nice um, to book <laughs> she's trying her best uh roll a d10 could i use deception as like bluffing and poker sure 10 okay so you 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 come away with 10 silver <laughs> <laughs> all so right I'll, yeah i'll do that i'll i'll just you know i'll play poker and i'll be bluffing up a storm Okay, uh, go ahead and roll me uh, a, a bluff check. Uh, I, I, was gonna, I was hoping deception. Deception, yeah. Isn't bluff a thing in four? Uh, yes. It it's is. a 17. All right. Uh, you, want, well, you know what? Why don't we uh, try and get over 20? Yes. All right. Oh, okay, sure. With I'll the D6. Deception is my best skill. Shocking. That is a 24. Ooh. Wow. Okay. Yeah. For a second, uh, the, 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 per, the, the people that you're playing with give you kind of that kind of the stink eye for just a sec. 
And then you are just calmly smoothing the feathers, keeping up the, the gentle Southern conversation that you're so well known for, clowning them with drinks. And before you know it, you're walking away with most of that table. Uh, roll me a percentile die, please. Percentile dice. Words. Ooh, 89. Wow. Oh, she. <laughs> yeah, you walk away with 400 gold. Well, now, gentlemen, I'm not sure. Is four of these good? Uh, four of them are excellent, sir. I believe you've won the hand. Well, there you are. It's been a pleasure. Pleasure's all yours, sir. Mm. But yeah, you you walk away with 400 gold. There you go. I give 50 to Dewey. <laughs> no. Aww. Well, and I strongly suspect that 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 the Lady of Luck is aware of what you're doing and why you're doing it, and you get the impression a little a little warmth, like a almost like a hand resting on your shoulder, that makes you think, if only for the briefest of seconds, that someone approves of what you're doing. I did something wrong. The chat has pointed it out. I oh. made a Cthulhu mistake. Ah. I re-rolled. Because that's what I'm used to with inspiration. So I have to add a D6 to what I rolled. Okay. Chat's keeping me honest. So, well, I did roll a six. So I had- 23. Yeah, 23. 23. Okay. Yep. Sorry. Oh, almost the same, yes? Yeah. yeah. One less. One less. Okay. I'm not going to split hairs over, over one. Nice. So thank you, chat, for, help, for helping keep us on track. Uh, I, will, I will tell you that I have- not slept a lot in the last week. So uh, keeping track of things is a little more tenuous than usual. And I'm just, you know, I'm used to being the GM. So I have all the, what I say goes, you know, <laughs> well, but I, I want to, I want to be honest. Yes. Well, especially I, when I'm a player, despite I, deception being my best skill. You know, you do, you do what you can, but you do, you do have the impression of for a second, a warm hand on your shoulder as if the goddess of luck approves of what you're doing and your motivation for doing it. So that morning over waffles and maybe Odilla's there. Maybe she isn't. I don't know. Uh, Odilla, are, are you there? No, I, I don't think she would have lasted till dawn. I think maybe like two, three in the morning, she would have handed over her 140 gold, probably to Sabachthani saying, add this to the pot. Um, I'm not going to test my luck. And then, Go back with Sarai. <laughs> there you go. We are just giving the full thumbs up. <laughs> super, uh, like been up super past his bedtime, and he's like, yeah, but he's just <laughs> and and someone, some horrible person, provided this child with sugar. Um, yeah. So Bakhtin will take will take the gold, kind of tuck it in, and we'll pal- palm you back uh, uh, the the baggie from the room with one of the bath bombs, and just kind of wink at you. Nice. Nice. Make sure you have enough money to come back. Woo ya, okay. she'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. It's your turn. It's your turn, sweetheart. Pay attention. Oh shit! Thank you. Oh. <laughs> I didn't. So then, I get, didn't get to give my line, which is, "I'm about to go enjoy my own happy meal." <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's tasty. Go get it. <laughs> 
Uh, Sabathony will lean and whisper into Wuya's ear, I knew you understood what I was talking about. You should be careful about when you show that little brain of yours. And then kiss him on the cheek and kind of go back into her like, I'm monitoring him while he plays mode. (laughs) And then just like off to the side, Wuya be like, yeah, it's just more fun sometimes. And then just wins the hand. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Wonderful. Uh, So at the end, at the morning... Like uh, I, I'll I'll say well uh, I I seem to have three hundred and fifty gold here to the to the pot. Now they needed, you know, if we can get them north of five hundred, I I would think they that would be enough. But the more we can give them, probably the better. I say our goal is seven fifty. Well, Odilla gave me fifty to put into the pot. I'm afraid my own winnings were um subpar this evening. I can throw in 150, throws in 150. Well, look at that. We're at 550 right there. I've got 25. Well, we'll say that Odilla actually had 140, but if you want to say that, I only gave you 50. (laughs) No, 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 no. You gave me 140. I'm putting in 50. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Skimming. Uh, (laughs) Well, look at that. We, We have, in one night's work, we have made almost 600 gold. So if we do one more night. Why would we need to do one more night? I can also Well, go let's back give and... him a little nest egg as well. That's fair enough. Uh, I do think I should perhaps stop back by the hotel in case any messages. I did put a rush on the messages to Candlekeep, and I would like to find out if anybody has replied. I don't think any of us would be hurt by getting some sleep. That is very true. Shall so, we all retire for the morning? I did have one idea. It's like three in the morning right now. What if we stormed an organized crime ring and stole all their money? Do you have a particular organized crime ring you are interested in storming, Dewey? I only ask because uh, depending on what name you give next, it's going to determine whether I can participate or need to go sound an alarm. It's Baldur's Gate. It is one organized crime. (laughs) I mean, if we're just looking to get like 200 more, I can can keep going. And you can like see in Wuya's eyes just like that. Almost a look of someone who's just like done this like late nights before. <laughs> I but think keep going. It's totally fine. I think at that point, Sabakani is gonna walk over and fully like pick up Wuya, like almost like you would a toddler, just like <laughs> scoop him up and be like, I think we should probably head back to the yeah, hotel. A little rest wouldn't hurt any of us. And we don't need to be vigilante heroes in this town. Yet. We don't have that kind of time. Okay. But if anybody jumps us on the way back to the hotel. Yeah, I know you've got my back covered, Dewey. You'd never let anything happen to a lady, now would you? No. Well, why would... No. Wonderful. Uh, well, yeah, you want to walk or shall I carry you? Oh, yeah, I can walk. That's fine. All That's right. Dewey's now your buddy system. Me and you, Mr. Moreover, we're buddy system. Walking back, okay? Keep an eye out on each other. Don't ask him about the holders. Doesn't know a thing about him. Oh yeah, it's 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 like it's like a sponge. It like kind of like well, actually like. And really what would you like to know it. about Dewey? Oh, uh, do you know any arcane rituals? 
several. Why? Well, actually, do you know the silent spell? Because um, you would think that you would know the silent spell. I mean, you know what I mean? So uh, if, if you do know it, I would love to learn it. You know, I will keep that in mind. I don't currently have that one available, but I'm sure it'll be coming up soon. Dewey, Dewey, they can't ooh, use ooh. the silence spell because then their safe word would be gone. You can do a physical safe word. Has no one explained this to you? you use a squeaky toy in the le- in the right or left hand. Depending. You know what? We should all. Well, I mean, that's true, but if it's in a silence spell, it's in a zone, and it, they just be like. No, you just drop it. That's all. It's a physical. Oh, I thought the safe word was pomegranate. It yeah, is this week. Silence spell. You can't say pomegranate. And we all make it back to the hotel somehow <laughs> in one piece. <laughs> Without a TOS ban. Like once again, the like thieves in the alleyways were like, nope. <laughs> and like at terrified. one point, well, yeah, just gonna like start talking to Sabathany in Inferno. In it's just be like, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. That's exactly how it works. And it's <laughs> like, nope. <laughs> And honestly, earlier, the the conversation about beholder breeding uh, also set people scattering (laughs) on all sides. It's like, why the fuck do these people know this? Or don't know this, as the case may be. I just turned infernal. Yeah, we get back to the elf song, wave at uh, Beatrice and Janice. Hi, Hi, Janice. Hope you had a good shift. Hope you had a good shift. (laughs) King, you wouldn't know the half of it. (laughs) <laughs> and we will uh, go upstairs after having fully broken our GM for those of you on podcast I wish you could see this and you should go to YouTube and look it up because that was a moment when just literally everybody had their head in their hands laughing too hard to speak is it weird that I'm having some maternal feelings for that kid We're I just want to hug him <laughs> Ezra's going to do a spinoff of just Gordo and, <laughs> Gordo and Beatrice <laughs> on adventures. Um, before we go upstairs, Sabathany is going to swing by the front desk and see if she's gotten any responses to her letters to Candlekeep. So when you approach the, the bartender uh, at, at the Elf Song Tavern, he gives you a look that is kind of freaked out. And this is someone that you've run into before. So it's not the usual freak out of, you know, you're a tall, scary tiefling. <laughs> right. No, this like, like, like we've had conversations. This is not normal. This is not normal. And he looks at you and kind of flicks his eyes at a corner booth that is a lot darker than the light should allow for. Like magical darkness? Like I can't see into it? You can see into it, but it's like peering through twilight. It's pure evil. Gross. I'm going to kind of glance back to the party and be like, I need to go take this. You all should go upstairs. I'll uh, shriek if I need assistance. Are you sure, buddy system? I'm very sure, Wuya, but I do appreciate your conscientiousness. Uh, come on, Wuya. She had, she didn't say pomegranate. Let's go. Okay. Walks off and Iris is not on his shoulder. All right. And Sabakthani? Oh my god. I don't know where Rusty is. I think I saw him with those ladies out in the alley. (laughs) (laughs) Being used as a first (laughs) stall. Look at me. I'm a queen. 
I get no, I get back into the room and, and Rusty's just like waiting, like right by the door, and like a thousand yard stare it. of Rusty. Oh, oh, sorry, Rusty, I forgot. I forgot you again. Okay. Oh, you are a terrible I, pet owner. Yeah. <laughs> feed Rusty, and then I set an alarm. Uh, Odilla, what are you doing? <laughs> Uh, who is Odilla Ooh. doing? Yeah, oh. I was just saying, Sorry, right. Odilla, Odilla's not there. My apologies. Yeah, yeah. I was like, like I said, that bath bomb that's a bath bomb. Uh, I got her. you, babe. Like I said, a week of very poor sleep. Um, no. All right, so everyone else is cleared out in Savakthani. You are approaching this uh, dimly lit um, booth in the in the back corner of the Elf Song, and again. The, the, the bartender is kind of like leaning a bit to look to make sure that you're going in that direction. And then when you glance back at him, he's just like, nope, 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 yeah. nope. Uh, yeah, I will just walk over. And um, if this is the kind where the, uh, kind of place where like the booths are like slightly built up, but are not like ceiling height or whatever, mm-hmm. it'll just be like the full like lean on top of the booth and kind of look in to see who's there. And someone looks... Uh, someone looks back at you and says, ah, Miss Moreover. And that's where we're going to end it tonight. Dun, dun, dun. You should Irish. like bet, you should bet Rusty at the poker table and then just summon <laughs> him back the whole time. You keep, you keep losing Rusty. Like, first all. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Poor Rusty. The poor thing. So, so with the all- bur- burp socks, just to put yeah. it out there, uh, um, uh, Iris rolled an 18 on stealth. Good to know. Thank you. So thank you all so much for joining us tonight. Uh, I, I am glad to be back in the saddle. It's been a minute and I have missed playing with these wonderful people uh, in their horrible, wonderful adventures <laughs> across, <laughs> across Baldur's Gate and various other dens of iniquity. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Again, we, uh, we're going to be playing Clank Legacy tomorrow, Tuesday uh, at six, hopefully six-ish p.m. Pacific time. Uh, and then on Wednesday, uh, the, next, the, the next episode of the Redacted Reports drops, which starts off the third season with a bang. Should be very interesting. And then uh, Saturday afternoon, our own Alondra is going to be running the uh it is a q and c tgn crossover on gamehole con official i believe it starts at noon ish one ish yes 2 p.m central so noon so noon yes so it'll start at noon uh yeah it's gonna be a a merger of some friendly faces from quest of chaos and some friendly faces from the torpid gaming network we're very excited and it's gonna be spooky because i don't do anything else as you may have guessed (laughs) and then later that evening to round out the weeks the week's (laughs) entertainment we are having uh we're, we're playing down darker trails once again which would be very nice to get back to so Thank you all so much for joining us. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Cheers. And thank you, Patreons, for the after show that we're about to do. Yeah. After show. Because I didn't want to go to bed. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Swords and Sages. If you want to catch us live, check us out at twitch.tv slash questsandchaos or go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash questschaos. 
Join us next time for more Swords and Sages. Thank you for listening to the Quests and Chaos Podcast Network. This podcast is supported by our patrons, starting with our inspiring leaders, Duke Vlieg and Tamago Tora. Nothing is more important than middle management. Here is our inspiration middle management. Lady Bedivere, Ben Slislowski, Cheesecake Fries, Slyly Tove, Erebus, Anonymous Wizard, Jen W., and Seth Jones. Our inspired patrons include Adam, Andreas, Jeremy, Jay Matthews, Red Dead Coquette, Reoccurring Dream, Killian, Lee, Robbie, the Baroness, and the Apollyon. Of course, we also have some amazing guild members that help keep us going. If you would like to support us as well, please consider joining at patreon.com slash quests and chaos.